Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to this is really a very special episode of This Week in Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, aka Marvel's Agent M. Joined by Marvel.com editor Ben Morrison. It's not even really, I don't even consider this an episode. This is like a extravaganza. Epic. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a potpourri of fun content. We are in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are actually in the Kabam Studios offices, which are awesome. Uh, and hopefully we'll have some video and pictures to show you guys how cool they are. I've had several cups of coffee Yeah, from their wonderful coffee machine that just dispenses free coffee as long as you want it. I gotta say, like the what they're doing here is incredible. The games they're making, the technology, and all that. But really, the snacks, yeah, are they're taking it to another level. level. Like I had a, a lemon fig bar mm. that I don't believe is American because it was all French writing, <laughs> but it was like next level, man. It's 10 a.m. and Blake and I have already had potato mm. chips that were really good. So it's true. It's it's terrific. Uh, so why is this a special episode other than us being here and eating their their free food? It's going to be a huge one. Mm-hmm. We've got tons of guests coming on this show. We're going to do it a little bit differently than we normally do. Right. Um, we're going to rotate in and out a little bit. We also have Mr. Sam Humphreys here. Yes. What's up, Marvel.com? Happy to be back, guys. What's going on? Not too much. Uh, so Sam's going to jump in and out with Sam, us. Sam, you really missed your calling not being a radio personality. <laughs> You're so good. Like just All of comics is like, yes, Sam, go into radio. <laughs> Hurry, never come back. Uh, so we're, you know, the three of us are going to sort of take turns because Sam, um, Sam has the background to yep. do uh, a lot of like interviewing bits. And he's also the writer of the game. So yeah. he can provide a ton of insight uh, to Marvel Contest of Champions. Yes. Uh, but we're going to bring in a whole bunch of people who've worked on the game in various places and give give you guys tons of perspective on how the game is made and all that fun stuff. Yeah, basically, as you guys are getting ready, um, game's coming out December 11th in the States, and this is going to give you all the information you need to just enjoy this game and kind of have an extra an extra background on why this game is going to be so much fun. We've seen demonstrations, and we've seen footage, and you guys have on the site as well, and it looks awesome. Um but yeah, we're gonna bring in a whole bunch of people and uh, and and talk. And it should be noted, we are in the uh, we're in the nap room. Yes, um, that that is some high tech stuff right there. A yeah. nap room, right? It, it's it's just a bare room with some cushions and a couch. But that is some high tech employee yeah. care technology that we don't see a lot in the we, state. I've never seen that at Marvel. No, absolutely not. No way. The nap room is my under my desk. I've, yeah. see, <laughs> I've seen the Hulk room at Marvel. I've yeah. not seen the nap it's room. It's not the nap room. Yeah, we went from kind of meeting room to meeting room, and we, our, uh, our producer, Blake Garris, determined that the nap room had the best acoustics <laughs> and sound quality. <laughs> so we're holed up in here. It's probably going to be a bunch of angry Kabam employees like banging on the door waiting for their nap. <laughs> Bleary-eyed, crying because they were without sleep. They were counting on this nap. I've been modeling Miles Morales all night. I need my nap. Well, listen, I have a gentleman sitting to the left of me who's probably wondering when we're going to bring him in. So do that right right now. This is the man. This is kind of like the the big cheese here at uh, at Kabam when it comes to Marvel Contest Champions. Cuz, Pear, you've you've been on with us before on uh, video, but is is this your first audio? Uh, Absolutely, and I apologize ahead of time. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, I'm just sorry for the past. Sorry for the future. For, for, for what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, 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 here we go. 
Cuz, can you outline real quick for our listeners what you do here at Kabam and then what your role is for Marvel Contest of Champions? Uh, I'm a creative director, which means I don't do much. You'll <laughs> talk to Gabe. He's the real heart and soul behind it. But uh, it's trying to make sure that, they, uh, that the game gets made and is true to Marvel, is true to what we want to make from a gameplay f- and working with Sam to get the story to make it uh, the Marvel DNA. We talk about that. Yeah. But uh, it's a huge team. I'm such an insignificant part of it. <laughs> like, honestly, like, it's, it's humbling to be working with such talented people. So as we are <laughs> as we're heading into the launch, like what are kind of the, the the final stage things? We were talking to Sam yesterday, and he said his role is kind of done at this point. He was doing meetings. What are you guys doing as you're pulling into the last leg of getting ready to launch this game? Well, we have it out in beta in a few er, a few territories, and it's really tuning it, making sure we've got PvP and tournaments and events, and making those funds. And we're seeing that people are having tons of fun. We got a Wolverine tournament happening, a Colossus mm-hmm. tournament happening, and just seeing how that's going and and fine tuning that experience, and then planning out a roadmap <laughs> based on what the feedback we get. What do we want to release next? What sort of features do we dive into? Because we have a laundry list of a million things that we want to do, mm-hmm. and you can only get so much done you know, at launch. But the great thing, it's different than, say, a console game is because it lives forever. Like, this game is, it's just the beginning. Even though we're launching it, it's like, oh, okay, we're not done. Like, the team's not ramping down, it's ramping up. With traditional console games, you're kind of ramping down. Some guys go off to DLC. We're just like, okay, now it's time to start dreaming because we're seeing the feedback. And the community that's already, you know, building around it, it's amazing. Yeah, and there's... We're launching with 25 characters, but there's already so many other characters in the pipeline that are going to be rolling out soon. New tournaments and new functionality, and we've got new acts and a lot of surprises and twists and turns coming up as you play the game. Uh, It really is a true Marvel Universe experience because just like a comic book keeps going and growing and surprising you and tricking you, that's what this game does too. You're never quite sure what's going on. Uh, wh- who's pulling the strings in this game in the battle realm? Because uh, to step back, when this pr- when this started to really come together, and you guys started talking with us at Marvel, um, what was you know how did the what were those early days like? What were those conversations? Was it like oh we want to do a fighting game, or was Marvel like we would like you to do a fighting game? How did that how did this all start to come together? Yeah, it was it, we want to do a fighting game, but I, it was mutual. It's mm-hmm. like it makes sense. There's there's a whole. Marvel has a lot of different games, but there was a hole in the action fighting sort of thing. And that's definitely where we wanted to move into. We're like, hey, we have the people that have the chops that can pull it off, that can build that. And, uh, yeah, it it was a mutual sort of, hey, this is something that is lacking. This is something that we want to get. And, you know, as it started to form, what did you want to see in the game? And, you know, like, have... Was there were there any things that you were like this has to be in the game? I really want to see this as a gamer, as as someone who loves Marvel. What did you really want to see put into the game? We definitely wanted to see some sense of story, some sense of progression, a little bit more. Like like um, if you take a Street Fighter, there's not a sense of progression that much. It's fun, mm-hmm. but you know like hey, what was the story? And some fighting games are beginning to do that. We wanted to lean into that, and that's where Sam's on board for that. So that was definitely part of it, and more of like. I'm here for an experience and not just like, you know, smashing a guy around a little bit. Um, and also have, you know, a little bit of a sense of humor with it, have fun with it, make it so it's not a chore that it feels fun. And then the other thing that was absolutely mandatory was designing it from the ground up to be for mobile, not trying to force gameplay onto it just because, hey, we put virtual joysticks or, or buttons that don't belong there. 
um, for us. Like, mm -hmm. we want, hey, look, this is a tablet, this is a phone, this is a smartphone. How are we going to adapt to that and make sure that we do it right? And so that those were like sort of the pillars that we wanted to do. Yeah, it's so it's so easy to pick up and play because it's all taps and swipes. Yeah, you don't have to learn some sort of new complicated UI that pops up on the screen. We were demoing it at New York Comic Con. We were giving it to little five-year-old kids on a stage in front of all these fans, and these kids were playing it right away and kicking butt. It's really cool. Absolutely, see. you know, yeah. and and they're, and they're all like, "Well, when do I unlock the special?" And then they're getting it, and and the ability to pick up and play—that's a big thing. Marvel has a huge fan base. Uh, and, the, and then the cool thing about it, too, is that there is, there's an element of skill, and you're seeing people on our forums going like, okay, here's the right combination of guys to level up, and, and here's a synergy bonus, here's a class bonus. This is the perfect team to beat Kang. Like, there's a Kang strategy. Like, yeah. that's cool. Like, you know, like, they're writing. Like, okay, you're going to fight Kang at the end of Act 2. Okay, here, this is what, how you beat him. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's something that we really wanted to see. What was kind of, for both of you guys, and because especially for you, what was kind of the timeline of, you know, when... Did you decide to make this game? How long did you spend doing this? Sam, how long did you spend on this story? Like, when did this first start coming into being? And now, as we're on the cusp of the launch, how long did the process take? Um, it, it, the initial talks, probably from guys much higher up than me, uh, <laughs> August of last year, I was down in, in L.A. And, and talking to some people with, uh, uh, talking to Marvel, kind of like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Sounds like it. Then maybe January, it's like, hey, this is a go. But even after that, it's, it's a little bit of a process to start production. But we had some guys that were kind of diverted and saying, hey, hey, we're going to start prototyping some stuff in case this mm -hmm. does happen. And so then I think in January, it's like green light go. Then you jump into production. So I'm so proud of this team. It, it's, that's a real crunch to get from, you know, sure, think yeah. of it, you know, and, and yeah. yeah, to get it playable in, in 10 months. And we're yeah. out in beta, and, and it's only getting better. Mm -hmm. so. That was definitely not the answer I was expecting. I was saying, like, oh, yeah, no, it's been a couple of years. Like, we talked about it back in no. <laughs> 20, 2012. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's both my lack of I don't work on games. No, no, but, but also, you're, not, yeah. you're not far off because we look at, you know, being at Marvel for eight years, I've seen how many games come sure. out and how many years some of these have taken, how long the development cycles are, how short some of them are, how, and uh, you know, I find it fascinating, a game for us like uh, Avengers Alliance is, you know, constantly being worked on and tweaked and tuned and, and um, updated, so and I'm really excited to see what you guys continue to do with Contest of Champions, because it's going to be living and breathing, like you're saying, and you're going to see all the constant feedback. Right. Sam, when did you come in? Um, I mean, I, I really started, I, I got connected with the Kabam guys earlier, so probably about like March, but I came up in May, and we they showed me everything they had, and I was blown away because I'd seen some things, but it's hard to really understand game development until you're there at that early stage. And I saw some of the models and the fighting and the environment, and I got it, and I was like, wow, like there is, a, there's so much scope and so much potential in this game. And then we just sat around and talked, and like, what what is this story going to be like? Like, what kind of characters do we want to bring in? What kind of what kind of do we, do we want this to be cosmic? Do we want it to be mystical? What kind of um, experience do we want the players to have? And I was real, um, I was just real won over by the whole team at Kabam because they all wanted a really authentic Marvel experience. Because we talk about cool things, be like, oh, that that'd be a cool thing to do in a game, but is that true to the Marvel experience? Is is that is that a true authentic Marvel thing to do? And they all put that first, and that made it really easy to deliver 
uh, a game that has a story that you could put up next to a Marvel comic or a TV show or a movie. It really is a, a really authentic Marvel experience. That, that's true. That is a filter that we put everything through. Is yeah. It, is this true? No, the, nothing the is brand. in the game it just because it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Colossus doesn't have a spear just because it would look cool. No. Can we get it's a, a spear idea. for Colossus, <laughs> though? I mean, you could probably find a way yeah, to get that I'll into one of the books. Yeah. Yeah. He gets thrown what? into a spear shop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I must take yeah. one of these, Tovarish. Yeah. Well, even what he's saying now is making me think maybe Sam wasn't the right guy for the job. Because <laughs> to me, it's like, <laughs> yeah, Colossus should have had a spear. the guy that took the spear out of Colossus. Like, yeah, the spear quotient needs to be higher. Well, more importantly, does Colossus have his move from the old arcade game, his power spark? Where he explodes and goes raw. Oh, from the you know, Konami, Konami game? Yeah, the Konami game. Like, like and how quick can you guys add that? <laughs> He's how quick we get? I don't know. Maybe it's copyrighted. Yeah. Maybe. Good answer. Good answer. So he's, now he's got some great special moves, though. Oh yeah. Colossus looks baller in this game. He yeah, looks no, he so good. Is special. Bring it on. Special. Yeah. It's a good yeah. one. Well, why don't you guys talk about some of the characters? Like, who's in the initial oh, launch, and you know, who you guys are really excited for? Uh, well, I mean, it's cool because there's such a there's a great variety. You know, there's Spider-Man games, there are X-Men games, there's Avengers games, but this game is like the entire Marvel universe. There are Avengers characters, there's mutant characters. There's cosmic characters, tons of Guardians of the Galaxy characters, which you know are some of my favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, there's inhuman characters, there's villains. So even like right off the bat, there's a huge spectrum of who you can play with. And I don't think there's going to be any Marvel fan that's going to be at a loss for seeing some of their favorite characters in this game. Because who are, who are some of the guys that, uh, as a fan, you were excited to see get into the game? Well, I've talked about Vision and Scarlet Witch many yes. times with you guys, so I won't <laughs> say that yet again. It's uh, a good answer, though. <laughs> the one that I felt, I actually felt bad because I was fighting Juggernaut against Scarlet Witch the other day, and Juggernaut's got a really good one. But when he, his number three special, mm -hmm. he just crushes. He just fades her out into the wall, and I felt so bad. It felt abusive because yeah. he's just, like, slapping her, and then she <laughs> disappears behind him yeah. into a wall. I'm like, that's bad. So uh, Juggernaut's actually pretty good. <laughs> They're gonna stop bad. Um, Deadpool's really cool. Everybody's Deadpool. Like, everybody I mean, loves we're Deadpool. We're at Comic Con. Everybody yeah. and, and the animators put a little extra love into Deadpool. Yeah, so the, he's the got Deadpool the stuff looks great. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they all turned out super. Spider Man cool. looks great. I, Even like the Punisher, like they found ways for all these characters to really compete against right. each other. Even though you have somebody like the Punisher who just you know uses guns versus somebody like. Juggernaut or, or the Black Hulk. Bolt. Yeah, or like, Black Bolt. Yeah. Yeah, Black Bolt's yeah. number two is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of a cool thing, yeah, too, because cause in the comics, you're not going to see a lot of Punisher versus Juggernaut stories. Not a lot, but now you got me thinking, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to steal that right away from you. Is that going to go in Star Lord? It's going to go somehow? in Legendary Star Lord. But just in the background of Star Lord, <laughs> Punisher's fighting Juggernaut. He's eating at the Subway sandwich shop yeah. down the street. The kitty's like, you know, going somewhere, and yeah. she runs into Punisher, who runs into Juggernaut, and then she. Yeah, we it, got but I, but okay. I think All that's right. a, but I think that's a cool element to the game that you know, Sam, you've talked about to us a lot. Is that this gives you the opportunity to have Marvel matchups that you are not going to see in the comics, but also in a way that it, it makes sense. Like you balance yeah. the powers and the abilities to be like, okay, this is how Punisher maybe would go up against. And anyone's got a shot against anybody else in this game. It's really fun. So now that the game's almost out, because what's next? Because like you said. Just because a mobile game launches, that's not the end of it. A mobile game lives forever, and you got to keep doing stuff. What are you guys going to be doing post-launch? I, I, it really is just the beginning. It's it's we're going to react to what people want, 
and how people are playing the game and like, hey, do they like it? That's again, it's really refreshing compared to a console game because once you launch it, it's like fire and forget. You know, you're like, oh, I hope it does well. I hope it sells well. But we're just like, well, people are responding to this. You know, when we saw, even when we do uh, tournaments, and we're like, okay, well, this event is for Three Star Wolverine. People went nuts for it. Like, it's spiked. So, oh, okay, we know Wolverine's popular, but yeah, okay, that's really good to do. You know, do we get more more costumes for him? Do we do more versions of Wolverine? Or what do people want? There's a Wolverine they're modeling now. I don't think I can say what it yeah. is. It's a really cool Wolverine that fans are going to freak over. Yeah. Is it uh, No-Nose Wolverine from the 90s with the bandana? No, it's not. <laughs> Sorry about it. When will we Other see? Band- when will we? That was. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, awesome. All right, cuz we're going to let you go and actually yep. do some work, uh, and we'll bring oh, in our right. next Are you going to go do some work? <laughs> or just go do what you, you know, yeah, do what you do. Yeah. do. Yeah. This, is, this is such a tease. Coming to the nap room. Yeah, I was going to say, cool. like, oh, I gotta go back well, to no, work now. cuz is actually going to be here the rest of the day just napping behind us while we're interviewing <laughs> other people. Yeah, no. snore loud, so be careful. You're going to have to watch that. <laughs> I think it adds to the ambiance. But yeah, Blake's freaking out over there. Look at him. He's just going nuts. But How do I edit out snoring? Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. I don't know how we transition to the next segment. We just let it happen. And we're back. <laughs> what a what a break that was. <laughs> uh, and we've got new vict- uh, new guests here with us. Uh, would you please introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Melanie Hamill. I'm the producer on the project. And over on my left. I'm Luke Takeuchi. I'm the associate producer on the project. And we have completely reconfigured the room since our last interview seconds ago. There are now new chairs in here. We're all over the place, so... But yeah, and you it's get further away from us, which yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a much better situation for us. Yeah. About that, but now I feel. Oh, it was a deliberate choice on my part, Sammy Humps. Um, so why don't we, we we start off our last segment by getting a sense of what Cuz does on the game? What do you guys do here at Caban, and what do you do for Marvel Contest of Champions? Start with you, Melanie. Yeah, so the producers really, I I get to work with all of the really talented people on the team, the engineers, the artists, designers, and just make sure we all come together and are sort of working on a common vision and working together to make something awesome. Cool. And then, Luke, what's your role? Uh, the short answer is whatever Mel needs me to do. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on. Smart man. Um, so that's why you guys are paired for this interview. Yeah. yeah, so whatever she needs me to fill in as well <laughs> what I'll do. But uh, in terms of uh, this project, I've been covering um, just general task management and scheduling for the team, uh, localization for the game for in different languages mm-hmm. for when it goes worldwide, and then uh, character production, just helping uh, schedule that stuff out for the future. What kind of what kind of schedule is it on for worldwide launch? Because I know you guys are already soft launch in Canada, and it's coming to the U.S. on December 11th. Where else are you guys going? Worldwide, like yeah. every all, all on December 11th, yeah. everywhere. Yep, yeah, that's oh, wow. awesome. The moon. Will moon, moon people be able to play the game? Yeah, you get, if, if you yes. Have an yes. <laughs> well, with a Wi-Fi connection up there, <laughs> you're good. Done. Confirmed, guys. <laughs> That's an exclusive. Yeah. Well, I, I it, it was really interesting for me because I wrote a bunch of dialogue and text for we this game. We get it, Sam. You wrote was, the game. Uh, <laughs> I am the most numb. Uh, Someone is slipping him a $100 bill right now. <laughs> uh, but you guys had to take everything I wrote and translate it in how many different languages? I think initially we're going between like 10 to 12 languages. Yeah. I think That's we scaled it back incredible. to 10 for launch, but then yeah. down the road probably just 12. That's crazy. Yeah. I've definitely never had my work in that many languages. We're spreading ever. the word, Sam. That's the right. Word of Sam. Well, if I'd known, maybe I'd have tried a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there, 
you know, in talking with the teams who've done the translations, have there been any specific characters who've been more challenging? <laughs> like, yeah. like I can imagine Deadpool being one because he's so quirky and there's, you know, like things you'd have to inflection. I think is important for Deadpool. I don't know about Deadpool, but I did get uh, an I am from Brad about Rocket Raccoon. Who's Brad? Uh, Brad, we'll meet Brad later. Oh, jumping yeah. ahead. Uh, he. Uh, he, okay, so it's for Rocket Raccoon, and for people who read Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a, a long-standing tradition of using near Yiddish words as cosmic swears. Mm -hmm. So you can't use actual earthbound swears in a comic book, but you can use words that sound like swears and get away with them. So like uh, Kratoker is, is a good one, and uh, I forget some of the other ones I used, but I got a note Flarkin. From, yeah, Flarkin and all that kind of stuff. And you know, Rocket was like, oh, there's a, there's a, a twist in my Flarkin tail or something like that. I got an IM from Brad saying, I guess our, our Spanish team wants to know the exact definition <laughs> of flarkin. <laughs> so as we get close to the uh, worldwide launch, what are the what's what's you guys day to day right now on the game? What are you kind of tightening up to make sure it's ready for launch? It's a little bit of everything, but you know we're um, you know we have some beta testing going on so we're just it's really just reactive like what are people saying what are they reacting to what troubles are they running into and just making sure we tighten up all those areas so that people are having a great time and yeah we're getting pretty close we've already i mean i've just seen a lot online just from canadian players yeah what they've already been looking at and excited about right uh which is a lot of fun to see it already yeah and then Luke, you're just doing whatever she needs you to do. Tells me yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, in tweaking and tuning and doing all this stuff, has there been anything that surprised you guys that fans were like really latched onto or really excited about, or conversely were like having trouble with that you guys were able to jump on? Stumped everybody. <laughs> well, the tough part is there's so much data coming in that like it's hard to learn what to jump onto first. Like, obviously, we're really surprised by the overwhelming, like, support for the game. Like, we have great communities who are getting in the game and, like, really getting invested in it. So in terms of, like, users sticking around and playing, like, that's done incredibly well for us. In terms of, like, areas where we need to improve on, I guess, like... Um, Why not? The overall. game's just perfect the way it is, everyone. Yeah, you know, we're yeah, I mean, I think, th I mean, there's been lots of stuff we've been tweaking, but it's been really interesting to see, like, the fan reaction to the different characters. And yeah. coming into launch, like, um, I knew that Deadpool was starting to become really popular. <laughs> yeah. But I don't <laughs> think, and, you know, I consider myself a Marvel fan, but I don't, was not prepared for just how popular Deadpool yeah. is. And um, Sam did a great job of working in, like, some awesome dialogue for Deadpool. And we're just starting to realize, like, we're just trying to work Deadpool in as many yeah. places because people just love that guy. <laughs> and, like, characters I thought people would be more into, maybe they're not. And, um, you know, I was surprised, too, because we have some characters that are, you know, they're not in the movies yet. These are not, like, mainstream characters. And we, we weren't sure if just, you know, sort of a niche audience would be yeah. into them. But, like, people just love the fact that we have, you know, like, Abomination and just, like, other characters that I, I wouldn't have thought would be as popular as sort of the mainstream movie guys. Mm -hmm. Everyone is somebody's favorite. It's crazy. Yeah. Even like the deepest, like Z-list Marvel yeah. characters. Some, someone is there to champion <laughs> them. Yeah, someone's yeah. there to give them love. Yeah, speaking of, uh, you're going to get Shocker in the game because we know Stromy, one of our This Week in Marvel co-hosts, oh, would yeah. love Shocker. Actually, I do know all about uh, Stromy's love for Shocker, and I'm pleased to admit that because Stromy loves him, he will never be in the game. Yes! <laughs> Confirmed! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> um, what is your what is your respective backgrounds? Are you 
have you been on mobile games a lot, or was it console back and forth? Where do you guys come from? Pretty much solely mobile games. I got my start probably about two and a half, three years ago um, in Vancouver in mobile games, and transitioned to Kabam, where I got to work on Fast and Furious and now Marvel. Um, so I've pretty much been exclusively mobile, so I've never seen any of the console side. So it's always been like really fast iteration and working on you know, iOS and Android platforms for this time. Yeah, I started out in working on uh, like downloadable console games, so stuff for like XBLA and PSN, and then moved into mobile. So it's always been the sort of like smaller, um, more indie projects, and then this is sort of one of the biggest projects I've ever worked on, actually. Are you guys going to be sticking with Contest of Champions moving forward? Do you have a lot of other stuff on your plate? Is this your focus for a little while, like even post-launch? Oh, for sure. We're, I mean, launch is just the beginning. Yeah. We've already got a big roadmap for 2015, lots of exciting stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it just starts from here. With mobile games, you know, if you've done your job, there's just lots more work to do. We hope to support the game for years and continue to build awesome stuff for it. Question for both of you guys. Who are your favorite characters in the game? Now that you've seen the animations, now that you've read all the amazing dialogue, <laughs> the heartbreaking dialogue. And, fi and fixed it up, cleaned and it up who, a little. Who are, yeah, who are your, now, now that you've spent so much time with this game, who are your favorite characters? That's tough. I always, I always catch flack for this. My favorite <laughs> character, I think, would be Punisher. Like, he doesn't have a ton of dialogue yeah. in the game, but I always catch flack I think, for that. Everyone, everyone always says, like, that's a weird character to go to for my really? favorite, but I just absolutely love, like, like old school Punisher costume. I love his moves. Yeah. He's just like such a gritty character. He was one of my favorites to write, yeah. which I, I wasn't expecting at all because I've never written him in a comic. Uh, but he was a, a welcome break because he doesn't speak like an Avenger speaks. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's definitely got his own unique tone, which is fun to put in the game. Oh, yeah. Mel, how about you? I've been really into Gamora. Uh, yeah. I love her ability. Her animations are great. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, earlier. Um, she wasn't necessarily one of the characters that I was really into. I was always more into X-Men and yeah. was really digging our X-Men characters, but the more I played Gamora and uh, just like, it's just fun to stab people with that sword. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about the two of you. That's the Punisher, Punisher, yeah, Punisher and Gamora. Gamora <laughs> right on. All right, well, last question for you guys before we let you go, um, and this is a serious one, is, you know, because you're working with so much of the beta testing and stuff like that, and you did the soft launch here in Canada, does it skew it that, as we've learned over the last day, Canadians are so much nicer than the rest of the world, so maybe <laughs> you guys aren't getting, like, are you prepared for the deluge of, like, mean American feedback you're going to get <laughs> next week? We're prepared. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, I think we're fairly prepared. Like we showed the game off at like New York Comic Con and got oh, a little right. good reception. Yeah. So yeah. you're too I mean, come yeah. on, New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I mean people from New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, there's no I'm not from New Jersey. No, Sam, I live in New Jersey. No couth. No. No politeness. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. But they love the game. Lacking all couth. Yeah. Lacking all couth. Well, you guys know. I mean, Comic Con has the most hardcore Marvel fans. Yeah, you're exactly. Good. So yeah. we, I mean, we had great response to the game. Yeah. We had there. huge throngs of people watching and paying attention on the big screen at the people Marvel booth. People loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. yeah, it was huge, huge crowds of people who were so excited, like yeah. just pushing up, trying to get trying to get a chance to jump up there and play the game with Cuz. I think this game is uh, critic proof. <laughs> I, I think so. Oh, great. We yeah. said that. Just throwing down the gauntlet. I mean, if you're going to critique something, critique the dialogue, but I think the rest is... <laughs> this interview is over. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. And we are back. Uh, we've got another guest. Please introduce yourself. 
my name is Gabriel Frazera. I'm art director slash concept artist and uh, Marvel Contest Champion. Well, Gabe's an old buddy of ours. Yeah. He hung out with us in New York Comic Con. He was at our podcast last night. Did you have fun at the podcast last night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. The, the store is so big. I, never, I haven't been in the store before. Yeah. And I said, oh, I have to buy some stuff. And I kept <laughs> looking at the stuff. And, yeah. That was, yeah, that was Tasmanian Comics here in Vancouver. Great, one more plug for one more plug for you guys. But yeah. yeah, it was like, we were actually, Blake and I were walking around afterwards. We were like, oh my God, this is so much better than any story we've seen in New York just because of the weird, random stuff we Boy, found. Boy, they had, I mean, they had like all the new books and yep. all the new trades and stuff, but they had some, some old yeah. treasures, some yep. old collections that they had bought up with some stuff I hadn't seen. You found, new. yeah, you found like a manga that like you worked my on. my very first comics credit yeah. from 10 years ago. Yeah. Obscure manga magazine that you would never find in the shelves in a hundred other comic book stores anymore, because it was not. We didn't print a lot. It wasn't well circulated. It lasted under a year, yeah. uh, but it was a trip to see. When that. was it from? Ten years ago. So it was from two thousand four. Two thousand three. That one was was copyrighted two thousand four, but it launched in two thousand three. Yeah. From uh, uh, New Kids on the Block yes. comic books too. Yeah, that's right. Dave and I almost <laughs> bought a New Kids on the Block comic. I may go back today. I the probably. fall of the New Kids. <laughs> you the fall. Yeah. Sound ominous. Uh. Which uh, Blake chimed in with. What did you say? He doesn't talk on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. Don't try, don't try to get. Blake, him to. I, I forgot Blake. He gets very Mike shy. <laughs> that's not. That's so not. He was like, about. "Oh look, fall of the New Kids." Yeah. And Blake goes. What? They never fell? Yeah. <laughs> I like the little southern yeah. inflection. They're, s- they're still going strong today. <laughs> but you're a man on the block. <laughs> so we can confirm that the new kids on the block are in Marvel Contest of Champions, right? Well, that's right. Uh, act four, perhaps. Uh, they're the major villains of the game. Yeah, they're, they're not villains. <laughs> they're just the right stuff. Yeah. Oh, boy. Just Donnie. From a different just universe. Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gabe, tell us a little bit, and the listeners who may, you know, haven't seen you on our live show and stuff before, what you do here at Kabam and specifically what you do on Marvel Contest of Champions. Uh, as our director, I bug everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind everybody. It's like, so what's that? It's not, I feel like we've had three people say that so far. I'm wondering if anyone yeah, wants yeah. to say anything but that. There's always well, someone behind you watching. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the concept of, of the hovering art director, right? You're always like walking around. It's like, more blue, more green. I have to justify <laughs> what I do. Like, but, <laughs> but also, like, because we're a small team and... Uh, I get really hands-on with everything, and uh, I concepted pretty much every character and um, environment. And I'm, yeah. you know, working with Sam, like trying to make the story sorry. look cool. Gay <laughs> 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 Gay was uh, in, involved in every step that I was involved in, and in, in addition to doing all the the gorgeous environments, all the environments started with you. All the designs for the characters started with you. Uh, he brought a lot of knowledge to the game. Uh, you know, even before I was brought on, he was the guy who was like, oh, we need uh, Cyclops' new Uncanny X-Men uh, costume by, by Chris Pachalo. We need Chris Anka's uh, Psylocke, and we need, or not Psylocke, uh, Storm with Storm. the Mohawk. And, you know, he was the guy who was like, we need all the coolest pieces of Marvel history that we can get in this game. We need Doctor Strange's study. We need uh, Asgardian throne room, you know. Uh, so all that kind of stuff starts with Gabe, and uh, that's you know why it all looks so gorgeous. Yeah, the, above everything, I'm a big fan, and uh, I grew up trying to be a comic book artist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I end up in games, I don't know how, but like I, at heart, I, I like comic books above everything. And so when this project landed in our laps, I said like, oh, I have we have to do it justice. We can't just like you know 
just make a game for the sake of making a game, right? This is like the project I always dreamed about. So I like to be involved in everything I can until they push me out. <laughs> uh, one of the things we talked a little bit about are the, the, the costumes and the alternate costumes. I think you mentioned that there was, someone was modeling a different Wolverine and yeah. stuff like that. We, I don't know how deep we can get into it, but um, what do you guys look for? Like how, you know, how deep? I think last night we were talking about, you know, like uh, going into the files and really digging into some cool costume alternates. Yeah, we, we like to go, like, uh, because everybody here is a fan, everybody has their favorites, right? So people always, like, oh, we have to have, like, White Magneto or, you know, mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. kinds of Hulk. And, yeah, we put everything in the list. We have hundreds in the list. And every time we have a character meeting, we say, what would be great to play in a fighting game that we can actually do? Because we have all technical limitations, but we want to do everything. And, of course, sometimes people say, oh, My Miles Morales is my favorite Spider-Man. But it's basically his Spider-Man, right? There's not a lot of variation to what his power, you know, is just visually. But people, the, the fans love it. So we want to do the visual variations too, although they don't play differently. So there's a lot of discussions back and forth. And Sam gets involved and, and cuts and all the guys. And everybody wants to put their two cents in it. And in the end, we'll end up with like a, list, a short list and send it to Marvel. And Marvel, hey, we like to push this guy because he's, he's going to be really big this year and I said, oh that's cool you know like and send telling about the new events and as much as possible then, because that's I don't spoil secret. secrets <laughs> what are you talking about okay, that never happened that never happened so yeah I would like to like work with Marvin and be always like part of the universe yeah I and mean, this game know? is really keyed into what's going on what's about to happen in the comics and the movies and the TV shows and stuff so like uh, you know the, what, what Whatever is about to be big, you're gonna see in this game right on its heels. Yeah, we we'll love we we'll love to be part of it, you know. Mm -hmm. And we want to be part of this giant universe that you guys built, and you know, the movies. We want to have the movie versions too, and as much as possible. And cool, uh, guys. If when you're listening to this uh, and you're starting to get into the game, use hashtag MarvelCoc on Twitter. Let us know what versions of the characters you want to see in the game, because we're gonna be looking at that that feedback and you know passing it along and making sure that uh the guys at kabam can can see it and you know take it to heart because i think you guys are really it's really great that you are paying attention and being really reactive and proactive about all this stuff. yeah we're always undercover in the in the forums in the communities we're always talking mm -hmm. to people and uh we're always trying to bring it out like yeah what do you guys think of that character and uh what's your favorite x-man and there's some people already doing videos on youtube like the the next ten characters we want to see in the game, and oh yeah, I got I got people campaigning on Twitter telling me who. <laughs> Who's the big the campaign game. like push? Uh, there was before it was revealed, Captain Marvel was a big push, uh, which I thought was really cool because uh, it's always great to see the Carol core get behind something, uh, and she's a great character in the game. She's so much fun to play. I want to so, see Ms. Marvel so badly. Oh my god, with Kamala in that, and then you could do so much with her, gr make her grow big, and like no. the giant and big in fists. And well, that's so what the many... technical. Problems <laughs> I don't care about that. I watch what I want. <laughs> Shapeshifters, uh, they're kind of. There's to so many. Them. I mean, there's there's already so many characters in the pipeline, and there's there's so many yeah. other characters yeah. gonna come right afterwards. And yeah. you know, like everybody say, like this is this the game debuts on December 11th, but it's just the start of what the game is gonna be. Yeah, that's the beginning, and uh, I think I predicted the bigger problem we'll, we'll, we'll run in the future is probably memory space because we want to put so much in it. Mm -hmm. And we don't want people to have to, to download 10 gigs of, of, of a map. So we try to like keep it reasonable so people can download and play in their, their phones. And there's so many different uh, 
variations of devices that you know so we, we it's kind of hard because we want to but put everything amazing. I mean yeah, everything yeah. looks amazing like all the environments and you know one of the most common questions at New York Comic Con was is this going to be on a console because yeah. it looks as good as any console fighting game but it's it's just in your it's, pocket it's incredible it's in your pocket yeah, yeah it's crazy and uh, the the new devices like the iPad Air 2 and it's it's pretty much a, uh, a console it's like a PS3 or if you if you see you talk to the our leads and uh, they say even the stuff they did before for console doesn't match what they're doing <laughs> now like in terms of polys and stuff and texture space it's getting up there so yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so speaking of all that what is it is there a challenge for you guys developing this game across multiple devices and multiple you know like is it different from anything you've done before because it's so good-looking uh, and you're trying to make it work on so many <laughs> devices has there been well uh, on, on my side no because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm the idea guy. So like let's do this and that we had, we had crazy ideas about like in the beginning everything was like I was uh, kind of like one of the first people in the project so having just the ideas like oh let's do this and have people punch people through the wall and they mm -hmm. land in Wundagore and it's like one of the multiple like uh, uh, environments that connect to each other and mm -hmm. people will start like bringing us back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we have like a year to do this game. Maybe <laughs> we can, yeah. So we concentrated on the characters and the cool environments and the cool ideas, cool stories. Uh, there is some limitations because this uh, uh, on uh, Android, for example, there's so many variations of, of mm. devices that we have to make sure that everybody can play <coughs> the game. And the game is highly scalable. So if you have a super cool device uh, like iPad Air 2 or iPhone 6, all the bells and whistles will be there. And then we scale it down a little bit. We take take it a little bit so everybody can play. Even if you have an iPhone 4, you can still play and it looks great. You won't have everything. But, you know, we want to, like, uh, yeah, we want a lot of people be able to, to play the game. So, yeah. On my Samsung Galaxy Note 4, I hope it will play really well. It will. I'm sure it yeah, will. Yeah. That yeah, thing yeah. is gorgeous. I, I got, uh, I just bought this game called uh, Banner Saga. Yeah. And it is friggin' gorgeous, and I don't play. A l I haven't played a lot of mobile games, and I'm starting to get more and more into that part of gaming. And I'm like, wow. And so, uh, thinking about our game, Contest of Champions, and how good it's going to look on these new devices yeah. is insane. And Gabe, one of my favorite parts of the whole production process was when we were doing the uh, the interstitial scenes, uh -huh. and you and I got to do a little Gabe Sam Humphreys collaboration. Oh yeah, because we did. There, yeah. there's a. There, it's 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 not interstitial, but it's uh it's it's these story moments that happen in between acts of the game. Because yeah. like I said like the, the the game has a lot of twists and turns and reveals, just like any Marvel comic. And sometimes those moments need to be presented in the biggest, most impactful way possible. So we have. They're like mini comics within the game that happen in between the acts. So I, I actually just ended up scripting them like an actual comic book, and Gabe drew them. That was that yeah, was the yeah. best part oh, for me. So like, cool. oh, drawing a comic book, and then like millions of people can see it, and it's like written by Sam, and it was great. It was such a great moment, and uh, I sometimes like people say, oh, we have the cinematics, and it has to be like full motion and. I don't know. I think I like the comics better mm -hmm. in our game because it makes everything come together, right? It's, it's the icing yeah. on the cake. You're playing the game and you're feeling like you're part of a story, and then all the comics. And then, like you're, in you're really in the story, and there's you yeah. know, and there's panels and characters talking to each other and stuff, and uh, it's a it, it's a really g great way to bridge the acts. It was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it was great. Hopefully, we can do more. Yeah, like, absolutely. As we extend like more more acts to the game because the game. 
can be infinite as as people like keep the interest <coughs> in the game mm -hmm. we can keep going right there's yeah. so many stories that we want to tell that we didn't man i mean we've got <laughs> i don't know i mean we got plans for the next three acts and acts beyond that and so yeah. on and so forth and so many cool marvel characters and you might involve some favorite characters uh, of you guys <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, i can't wait to play as Artie and leech in the game <laughs> yeah. uh, the entire exterminator saga yeah oh with God. uh yeah because i brought that up last night that's why you got to talk about exterminators right? yeah well he brought up Artie and leech and then i it was a little callback uh gabe i know you're a super hardcore marvel fan you're talking to some super hardcore marvel fans on this podcast what is your favorite artist run in all of marvel comics history oh come on uh i grew up in the 80s uh so I have a fun spot for like the John Byrne Fantastic Four. Yeah, that was like fantastic to me. Like what a, what a great long run too that you did. On I that. know, yeah. and it was so sci-fi. Like he had mm -hmm. so many cool ideas, but and I'm I'm a big fan of all the cosmic Marvel, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our game is very cosmic, and uh, the Jim Starling, uh, all the cosmic stuff, sure. and the Kree Scroll War, and mm -hmm. all this stuff like made me like. Realize. Adam Warlock stuff and yeah, all yeah. that stuff, and uh, it made me realize what comics could be like. In, like mm -hmm. superheroes can be like really lofty with the ideas and uh, all the, the the philosophy, but it still be very personal because there were personal ideas there about like it's almost like a Greek tragedy, but in a cosmic mm -hmm. proportion. So I love that. Yeah, that's cool. And then like I know you had your preferences, of Mar favorite Marvel characters before this game started, but now you've <laughs> been through the whole first production cycle, like coming out of that and spending so much time with these characters in a different way from an art director, from a video game perspective, who is your favorite character in the game now? In the game now? Um, I don't know, I like Kang. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. like when we, when we started like thinking about Kang and <coughs> people came to, like we usually have this uh, meeting about like what is the moves, what is Kang's powers? And yeah. that was the little bit of a moment of like question like what is Kang, Kang's powers? <laughs> <laughs> he comes from the 40th century and he can do a, basically everything with technology right yeah so what can we do to make him interesting and not like go nuts right and we kind of went nuts a little bit <laughs> yeah. so yeah yeah well it's great because you play against Kang you and Kang choose characters from the collector's vault to pit against each other yeah and so you spend a lot of time with Kang you see him talk trash at you, you he does a lot. Yeah. you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but then when you when you finally get to interact with him on the on the on the fighting board, it's uh, you see how powerful it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's because he talks fun. a lot. And yeah. uh, you did a great job with the dialogue. I was saying like, I was saying that, you know, how you can uh, like pull the, the essence of the character from one or two phrases and you did a great job with that. But Kang is like makes people angry. Yeah. I, like he's he's a little bit of a classic villain and he's like how dare you, like, go again? You're beating his ass, but it's like, how dare you go against Kang? How can this I'm, be? How can this be? Yeah. Like, I'm going, I mastered the time stream. And it's like, I hate Kang. And <laughs> when you get to finally beat him, there was a few people already beat him. Like the Wow, the people already yeah. made it that far. And they wow. posted online on Facebook, I beat this guy. This, like, they're really yes, happy that they took him to rest. Yes, good. Yeah, so that, that's very good. It's different from Thanos because Thanos is more like this. Like He's more calculating. Yeah, he, he, he likes to keep a distance. Mm. Even like, you see his moves when he, he, you fight against him, which nobody did yet because it's not released the, 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 the act. Yeah. But he likes to keep a distance. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like to get involved. Uh, and, and fight personally with you, like bare hands. That's, yeah, that's his character. In a fighting game, that's kind of an interesting concept because, you know, how does he do then? Like, 
Yeah, you see. Uh, he, he keeps his distance. He thinks he's better than you. Yeah. But Kang gets so angry and yeah. he wants to get in the fight with you because you're like, lowly mortal. He's, he's more hot-headed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. He is, uh, yeah. Sammy Humphs, do you know the all the versions, the alternate uh, personalities of Kang? Do I know? Oh, God. Can oh, I list geez. them all? Yeah. Uh, uh, Immortus, Ramatut, um... Does Apocalypse count? I don't think Apocalypse no, counts. No, Apocalypse Apoc- does not apocalypse count. He's not, not Apocalypse. Um, There's one more big one you're missing. Iron Fist? Oh, that's good. Iron Lad. Iron Lad. <laughs> Iron Lad. <laughs> There's still one more? Yep. I can't I can't think. What is it? The Scarlet Centurion. Oh! <laughs> Fired. I you're think. off the game. <laughs> the Scarlet Centurion. Gabe, Gabe gets points oh, for Iron Lad, though, because I wasn't even thinking of Iron Lad. Right. I would have left Man, him off the list. got fired, too. I did not. <laughs> Gabe, congratulations. You, you have both our jobs. new job. <laughs> I want to I have Gabe back on sometime just to talk comics, not to talk oh, Gabe, games. Gabe's got, Gabe's got knowledge. He's yeah, got deep, deep sure. knowledge. Yeah, we, when my first trip up here we, over Noodles, we talked about David Magicelli and all Gabe's influences and all that kind of stuff. And And we're trying to decide who's going to be the major villain and had some interesting discussions of like pulling pulling names, you know, like from the front. Yeah, we we went through a whole, I don't know if we can really say like who we went through and and why we we didn't use them, but there is is a a big bad guy lurking that no one has seen yet. Nobody knows who who it is yet. Sugar Man? It's... (laughs) Don't make me do it. <laughs> it's it's not Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah it's not Howard the Duck. But uh, we we went through some interesting candidates, and I think the one that we ended up using is my favorite of all the potential candidates. He is because we went he's a curveball. Yeah, it's something that Pe- people, people are really not going to see him coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the, all the the cosmic big guys that can actually create the co- uh, contest. Of oh man, I'm just going to be reloading the hashtag when the game comes out. Mm. Wait for people to to get to that point. I can't yeah. wait for What's people to see it. What's that hashtag? Oh, it's hashtag Marvel C O C. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah. But seriously, we're gonna we're gonna book you again just to talk comics Whoa. for an hour or two. Just an hour? Or three. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a multi it's like you know this series around that we're doing with Peter Sanderson? We'll do yeah. another one with Gabe next year. Nice. It, is, it is interesting because uh, I have to get uh, I'm not very like knowledgeable about the very new stuff. There was a time that was kind of a way like working in animation and games and I stopped reading a, a little bit and I'm kinda catching up now and it's like I go to the kids in the office, and like, who is that guy? Did I miss something? <laughs> but I, all the stuff, like, from the 80s and the 90s and the 70s, even, like, I read all back, and, and I love everything. And I, I still have my collection back home, and, and when I go back home and I, I sit and for two days and I just, like, revisit everything, and all the classic, classic Jack Kirby and the 70s stuff, and I still love everything. But the new stuff is really good, too, but... It's hard to catch up sometimes. Uh, it's the best. Working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those guys. Yeah. yeah so, it, so we have a uh, little library that we're trying to build so everybody can, you know, come to our corner and, and, and read the new stuff and be familiar with it. Yeah. It's great. You know. And the great thing is if you're playing Marvel Contest of Champions on your device of choice, you can then go over to Marvel Unlimited and read about the characters you're playing as on the same device. Wow. It's amazing. What a time to be alive. (laughs) It's amazing. Truly the golden age of apps to plug. Not enough. No, I love uh, (laughs) Marvel Unlimited is the best research. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. It always has everything I need. Not enough time of the day to to read everything. Mm -hmm. It's great. The Netflix of, of comic books. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we could keep going, but yeah. I think we have like 20 more people we yeah. got to talk to. Gabe, thanks for stopping by, <laughs> no, man. Thank you very much. We will, we will have you back again. Yeah. All right, on to the next. And we're back. There you go. You said you were going to cough, and you did it right when we started. <laughs> that was perfect. All right, we're back talking with the folks from Kabam, and we have two new guests. I'm going to let them introduce themselves and let us know what they do here at Kabam and on Marvel Contest of Champions. First of all, Tim. Hey, I'm Tim. I'm the designer on the project, and I'm responsible for kind of coming up with the distinct rules that the players do. So. Very cool. And then over to my left, who is not sick but coughing, we have Ellie. Uh, my name is Ellie. I work... Uh, for Marble, Marble Project, I do UI and UX. So as we, I've been asking everyone this, but uh, before we get to, to, Sam's still here. Don't worry, everybody. Uh, Sam, don't forget me, Ben. Yeah, no, I, I didn't I'm want. Still, I know, I know how you small get. Small room. I know how right you get. You. I, I've been asking everyone this, but we're we're coming right up on the launch, the worldwide launch of Marble Contest Champions on December 11th. So for the final week, as you guys get <clears> ready for the game to go out, what's kind of your day-to-day -day, what are you working to do before the game gets out there well as you know the game is kind of being a free-to-play game it lives on for a long time mm -hmm. so we're already working on the next stuff so what do players want what new characters can we do how can we make the game even better so that's what we're focusing on cool. and ellie what is your schedule looking like right now um kind of similar we're working really closely on next features as well, we're getting lots of data on what's going on right now and lots of getting lots of feedback from users. So we're trying to make the game better, make it make the user feel a lot more uh, friendly and make it easier to access for all the users out there. How many iterations have you guys gone through of the UI and like the experience so far, uh, even in these you know, pre-launch? I, I can imagine it's been a ton as you guys refine. I smile and look look at Tim because uh, we've actually gone through a lot, and I I know it's inevitable. It's um, sort of good balance between design and UI. Uh, there's a lot of information that is uh, requested uh, to be put on the screen, and uh, you know naturally uh, as a UI designer, we want to make it as simple as possible and make it um, quite user friendly. So we kind of go back and forth a lot. Um, I try to put things off the screen and, you know, trying to make it simple. And then uh, Tim comes back. And Tim asks, ruined hey. it all. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we want all these million things. And there's a lots of going back and forth. I think, I've, I don't know, per certain screens, we've probably gone through, like, more than 20 revisions. Right. But, you know, it's 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 good process. Mm. We go through this process to make it better, and I think we are a good place. Yeah. Tim, would you agree? Are you at a good place? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> I usually win, Ellie, so take it, yeah. No, I mean, it really is. It's such an easy, simple game to play. I keep talking about when we brought it to New York Comic Con and people were playing it at the booth, like right away, just stepping up and easily figuring out what to do. We were having five-year-old kids. We were pulling them up on stage, and they're immediately playing it and kicking butt and stuff. So even if you're not a hardcore gamer, you're just a Marvel fan, uh, this is really a game that you can dive into right away. And that certainly had to be a goal of you guys. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what, can you explain what the sort of the fighting mechanics are? Uh, because, I don't know, I've never played a fighting game on one of my devices that isn't, doesn't have a controller. So I'm curious, you know, how that, how you guys come to a certain point of how you make that, those decisions. Yeah, so from the get-go, we knew that we wanted to kind of not do virtual joysticks, not do controller, and make it from the ground up for the mobile. And this started just with playing and putting your hand on the device, seeing what works the most. And so it's all gesture-based. And we decided from the get-go that we wanted players to hold it kind of like how they hold the controller. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so on the right side is all your attacks, and the left side is all your defense maneuvers. And this is all simple gestures. So like holding the block, swiping to attack, and this has been through, just like Ellie said with UI, went through a lot of iterations. We went through a ton of iterations and playtests <coughs> to get these controls right. Um, so this is bringing friends off the street, bringing in Marvel fans. So it's taken a bunch of work to get to where it is. Like Ryan said, because so many fighting games, you know, you are used to that uh, that controller experience. How much experience have you guys had working on games like this, or is this one of the first where you've had to design a controller experience that's a little outside the box in terms of what we're used to? Mm -hmm. So at Kabam, kind of, we've been making mobile AAA kind of mobile games for hey, a Just while. use air quotes, by the way, guys. <laughs> I forgot Explain that. that I don't know what that means. Explain that to me. What is AAA? Uh, so AAA, usually when they describe it, it's kind of that big experience, right? Okay. The big box experience. Um, think of when you're on a controller, you're controlling something, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Is it so the A's don't stand for something? It just AAA you know, is like AAA big budget. Quality. Okay, all right, big okay. budget. Quality. I thought it meant like blockbusting, astonishing. Uh. <laughs> no, I don't even know what it means. We throw that around all the time, but I say it in confidence. I would say this is a quadruple A game. Oh, yeah, just taking it to the next level. <laughs> so Ellie, uh, we were a little disappointed when you walked in. Not by you. You seem great. You're Aww. very nice, but we heard that and we saw. You have a Lego Deadpool costume, but you're not wearing it. I, I, I'll wear it later. Okay, we've got to get video of that. All right, cool. So you, you need to see the visual. So it's sitting on my desk right now. Where did the you impetus... You can tell an artist made yeah. that costume because yeah. it, <laughs> it is very elaborate and fantastic. Where did the impetus to do this come from? Um, well, we're all dressing up for Halloween, and okay. I wanted to do a Marvel character. But, you know, there are certain Marvel characters, female Marvel characters mm -hmm. are the first where I started. But, you know, they have uh, certain physique that I may not fit in perfectly. <laughs> so I decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to go with Lego. And, you know, Deadpool is, I think, everybody's favorite. So Is, is he your favorite in the game? Um, actually, yeah. I, I yeah. love his um, third... Uh, Special move? Yeah. Like, Everyone, yeah. I've heard like four <laughs> people talk about his third special move. They're awesome. Yeah. I think his, spe his second special move was in the New York Comic Con trailer. Oh. Is, is, is this, his, I'm, I'm miming so I don't spoil it. Is that his second special yeah. move? But, oh, that's okay. So yeah, every time it was on the big screen in the trailer, everybody in New York Comic Con lost it, just clapping and yelling and laughing. And yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, that Deadpool gets a lot of love in this game. Yeah, it adds that comical <coughs> relief that he has. So. That's pretty awesome. I think everybody's favorite. We use him a lot on any cases that we could. Yeah, yeah. Sam, she just said Deadpool is everyone's favorite. Was he your favorite, or do you have a different favorite? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely a Storm or Gamora. All right. Yeah. So Storm has always been one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, you've got some deep comic love. We, we learned a little bit about that in New York, and Sam mentioned it when you came in. What characters who are kind of personal favorites of yours when you found out they're going to be in the game where you're like, oh, I can't wait to work on these? Uh, Spider-Man's easily my favorite character because yeah. he's the nerdy kid that I was and still am. Um, so he's the one that we're most excited about, getting his moves right, getting that personality right. So Spider-Man's definitely my favorite. Who's not in the initial launch? I'm not going to spoil anything, Sam. Stop giving me the right. Eli. Who's not in the initial launch that you would be really excited to get in at some point? Oh, man. Uh, the Runaways or oh. Young Avengers. Yeah. So, yeah. One day. One day. That'd be cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about the the fighting mechanics. Uh, what is a, what is a battle set up like? It, it's one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three. What is that like, and how did you guys get to that point? 
Yeah, so it kind of, we have two different modes in the game. Uh-huh. We have the quest mode, and the quest mode is all about kind of forming your team. So bringing in your favorite team of heroes, and then kind of strategically making them up. So different heroes are better at different kind of circumstances and situations. And so that's what it's about, is taking your team and then going on kind of through a quest map and fighting one-on-one battles, kind of like a Mortal Kombat ladder projected onto an environment until you defeat the end boss. And then we have PvP, which is also one-on-one, um, and that's kind of a quick one-on-one battle. You bring a team and then you do one-on-one battles to kind of defeat the end boss or defeat the other player's team. Cool. One thing that I was really fascinated by from the very first presentation I saw of this game when I came up here a few months ago was the the balance, the balancing that that you have to do as game designers to keep the the, the game challenging but easy enough to play. Uh, and I felt like this was something especially interesting for this game because it's a game that you want people to be able to pick up and play for five minutes and put down, you know, if they just have some time to kill. Uh, or you, you want you also want it to be a longer, more enthralling experience so they want to sit down and play for an hour or two. Now, I, it fascinates me, all the things that you hide in the battle map and all the currencies, and, and you keep track of all that stuff. What is it like trying to balance an experience that's so broad and vast? Well, that part's actually kind of easy because different well, modes... Well, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. I'm just a writer. <laughs> different modes appeal to, to different players. So we're really lucky where mm-hmm. we have that very fun combat to keep players in and yeah. position them in kind of the strategy RPG way. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not totally into that stuff, you keep playing because it's fun and yeah. it's easy to play. And then finally you start to be invested in things. Like, oh, well, what is this cool currency? What are these cool things? So and it's the, the, the class trick. bonuses and yeah. stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff I like, didn't understand the first time y'all were like, telling me about it, but the more I played the game and the development phase, I was like, oh, man, this does, oh, it makes sense, but I am drawn into this now. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's exactly what we wanted to keep in mind, is have the fighting combat kind of hook people in yeah. and then slowly reveal kind of the more strategic layer. Yeah, it's deep. So. There's a lot of strategy in there. All right, last question for you guys. You have given us your favorite characters in the game, but putting aside personal feelings and preferences, pure strategy, uh, who, if you had to go into battle in this game against Kang and his team, who's the one person you bring in? Uh, That's a tough question. I would just go with, usually the way I choose my uh, team is I choose the one with the highest stars. So we go, (laughs) I I just go with the highest rarities I can possibly have, and I look at the PIs, and then I just go from there. PIs? Very practical. Oh, sorry. Uh, Not the performance index. I guess uh, we call it hero rating. So each hero has a a rating that kind of look at all the health and look at attack and their powers, and kind of makes it uh, easier to users by showing one number. So for um, casual users like myself, I just look at the rarities and I look at the hero rating. I choose the highest to lowest. And what's the like uh, like on the uh, the matchup screen with the needle that shows like how basically well you've chosen whether you're making a good choice or not? Yeah, so it's a versus meter. Um, the one thing that we had to really balance is um, to make it usable for casual users like myself, and you know add the uh, layers of strategies. Uh, uh, elements uh, for users like Tim who wants to um, look for more of those elements, right? So uh, the versus mirror make it really easy for people like me to, when I choose different characters, it just kind of moves and it tells me, okay, is my character strong enough against the enemy or is, do I want to choose something else? Yeah, so it's, it's real interesting because there's so many factors that go into it, mm-hmm. but it's like having your own coach within the game. 
you know, yeah. like coach, like making a little recommendation to you, like yeah. the, the, the meter is like a really easy way to be like, am I making a good move here or not? Mm-hmm. Can we even add like an animated version of Sam as an oh, actual coach? With a coach with a clipboard and a whistle? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, get in there, Good sport. choice, kid. <laughs> you can add him in the corner with just thumbs up coming yeah. up. Like, yeah, That'd be terrific. <laughs> All right, Tim, before we let you go, same uh, same question. Do you have the same highly practical answer, or do you have a different one? Oh, I, we have this dude that's just beside us, and his name's Stats. That's mm-hmm. his nickname, and he's mm. responsible for balancing all of our characters. Okay. So I'll sit down with him before <laughs> anything and pick the character based on that. He'll be your coach? Exactly. That's, that's, I'm the Cheating. coach, Cheating. dude. That, no, I'm the coach. You don't really care. That's messed up. I'll be Ellie's coach, and you take stats and whatever and take nine years to make a decision, and we'll whoop your ass. But I'll win, so. All right, it's getting a little tense here, so we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. Here we go again. Another. A round of awesome interviews with the folks from Kabam. We've got TJ and Adam. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves uh, and what you do on the game. Sure. Um, So my name's TJ McLean. Uh, I was a game designer on the project and a programmer. Adam? And my name's Adam Cooper. I'm the lead environment artist on the project. So you guys did a lot of the, it it sounds like you did a lot of designs coming in. Are you still working on stuff now? Are you working on the next iteration? Are you still busy as we're getting ready for launch? Um, so for the last few months, sort of like since we talked to you guys at Comic Con, um, we've been just working on like finaling the game. So for for me, for the last uh, couple months, it's been a lot of like bug fixing and just polishing up the game. Um, uh, I worked mo- mainly on the gameplay, which has been sort of locked down for a little bit. So my my role has been sort of moving off of that onto uh, helping out on more programmer side tasks. Adam, what are you doing day to day on Conscious Champions right now? Which you're decked out and you got your T-shirt and everything. <laughs> now was that no, is that so intentional? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One of my clean shirts. Yeah. New babies. <laughs> um, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. No, there's tons of polish to do. Um, there's just little. You know, I was responsible for a lot of the gotcha stuff as well. So we want to go back and just make sure everything is as as shiny and squeaky clean as possible. And when you say the gotcha stuff, what does that mean for the layman uh, of that's us? That's a great question. This? I asked that question like nine <laughs> times when I started. Yeah. So that's all the uh, the crystals and the rewards, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's mainly all the, the cool shiny stuff people get to spend their money on and say, hey, look, I got four star Star Lord, which I've never got yet. So, <laughs> so like in the in, in the in the game, the the collector is like the, uh, the the pit boss of the contest of champions and he's got a collection of heroes that he's trapped in these gems in the gotcha areas where you get to go oh. and get new heroes to, to pit against Kang and, and to, to level up your heroes and there's a great system with the ISO 8 to, to rank them up and level them up and uh, it's, a, that it's, it's a really cool looking environment uh, as where so much of the game takes place but it's great because it looks so good um, it's got to because it's where it's, it's the collector's jam. It's, it's, it's his place. What other environments besides that were the most difficult to kind of render out? Uh, I went through this question in my head. Um, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say, like, environments like, you know, Avengers Tower and stuff like that, they're super easy because, you know, there's tons of reference for it. It's a building. Everyone knows what a building looks like. And, you know, it's, it's simple. And then we did Doctor Strange's. Uh, the astral plane. Oh wow! Yeah, and, man. Yeah. There's so many. Not different, a lot of reference for that. There's no. not, and there's so many different interpretations about mm-hmm. that. And I have my own vision, and then Gabe has his own vision, and then our other doc, uh, senior art director Wilson has his vision, and everyone's kind of fighting over it. What's it going to look like? And I think we went through like six iterations of mm-hmm. that thing, uh, but we finally came up with something pretty cool. 
Is that something where you'll go to, you know, the comics? Like, it's been depicted in the comics, but like you said, it's been depicted dozens of different ways. Yeah. Do you lean on that, or you just kind of go in the sense of you know, that might not work necessarily in a video game as well as it works on the flat page? Yeah, we take inspiration from it, but there's, you know, um, we saw one comic page where it was just a bunch of abstract shapes, almost yes. like non-Euclidean geometry, and it's like, well, okay, we can't do that, and people are going to be tripping out playing this level, so maybe we need to dial it back in but then we dial back in too much mm -hmm. and it doesn't look as cool as it could be so we really have to kind of rely on our creativity and just lots of concept to, to get it right adam can we run down the different uh, environments that players will you know battle in oh man there's 15 of them we've 15 got, we got we got the uh the guardian throne room we've got uh the, the asgardian weapons vault uh, we've got. Are you really kidding? Ryan, you okay. know you only. Yeah, got, you got Doctor you have, Strange, you have, Sanctum Sanctorum. You know you only have five free fingers, right? We've got <laughs> okay. No, I'm we've got the astral plane. Do. We've got Avengers Tower. We've got. Um, is it? Is there an aim? No. Uh, <laughs> Let's. We just made a. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll leave that in the in the. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Area. Um, how, what, what are some of the other ones? Let's I'm, get I'm some lifelines here, guys. Uh, Help them out. Uh, Savage Lands. Is Savage Land. Oh, yeah. that's so good. The yeah. kiln is super oh, cool. Yeah. The kiln yeah. from yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Did you guys say Wakanda yet? No. Wakanda's no. in there, right? Wakanda. Beautiful. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're up to eight. What else? Uh, uh, duck World. No. <laughs> yeah, like Aunt May's house. Uh, uh, but the environments are one of my favorite parts of the wow, game. Wow, totally today. ducking yeah. out answers. Nice way question. to deflect the yeah, entire Just uh, learn it from watching you guys. Yeah, good job. <laughs> the teachers become the master. Are there w dinosaurs in the Savage Land, like walking around, hanging there out? There are flying dinosaurs in the Savage Land. Uh, we ran a little short on time and resources, <laughs> but... But uh, there is there's a giant master mold in the background. There's oh, a giant awesome. master mold yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that, and then we got the dismembered sentinel heads and stuff like that. Um, and what was in the works, and this is an Easter egg, and it's not there right now, but I'd like to get it in soon. Uh, we actually start up Devil Dinosaur. What? Yes. So he's... He's That's there, sweet. but he needs some love to, to get him in. So yeah. I hope one of these days we can uh, get him to make it. With Moon Boy, right? Like Moon Boy riding on his back, we'll, throwing we'll bones. We'll see how many resources we get. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to see those resources devoted to getting Devil Dinosaur in the game, I want you to tweet with that hashtag, MarvelCOC. Let us know what you want to see in this game. Yeah. All Devil Dinosaur all the time. Yeah, you right. guys may not know that the hashtag's MarvelCOC because it was decided in this room like, 10 minutes ago. So, <laughs> moving forward. Nap. You're in the nap room. <laughs> yeah, I just picked it up. Yeah. So, TJ, what, uh, what are you working on for the next uh, couple days? Um, so, for me, it's still, uh, we're still just sort of like cleaning up and polishing because we're, um, not only are we launching on, um, on all iOS devices, but we're also launching on uh, Android devices. So, we just started doing like our Android beta recently, um, and we'll be uh, going live on Android around the same time that we're going live on iOS. So it's been helping out on that. Um, and then on the design side, we're um, we're sort of starting to work on like what happens next. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, one of the things about working on mobile games that's really kind of cool is that even though we're shipping the game in December, like we're not done. Yep. We have like tons of cool plans like all through 2015, and so it's about like what are our priorities going to be for like the next few months going forward. And so we're starting to talk about lots of really cool things now and starting to nail down some designs for those. And so that's really exciting um, for, for the next little bit. 
when you talk about bug fixes and stuff like that, like you were talking about before, um, as you get into the final week before the game, are you just kind of like, all right, we're on schedule, we're good to go, or does there become like any sort of crunch out? Like I'm thinking, you know, we're just trying to put like a comic book out. Um, yeah. When it gets out of the wire, and we're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But you know, you guys are working on something so layered and so technical and stuff like that, or are you just kind of like, all right, so many focus. platforms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that, that stuff is, yeah, it's it's crazy like uh it's so many different ways something can um <laughs> can break well, I, uh, I, so. I gotta admit i'm a little jealous because when i put out a comic book it's done yeah. like we don't <laughs> get a beta period we're gonna be like oh, okay, let's take are you like that part where we're taking this back and make it better <laughs> this is what we meant the whole time yeah because people have been playing this game for a couple months now yeah here in canada and a couple other territories mm-hmm. um so when it launches in on december 11th worldwide like you guys have really been over this this game. Fans have played this game. This game has been fan-tested. Yeah. Uh, we've already seen a lot of the feedback online, uh, seeing, seeing all the fun stuff they've been doing with the game. That's been really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like not only have we been doing like our own like internal QA like to uh-huh. figure out like what's going on, but we've been having, like Sam said, like thousands of people out there already um, in different territories playing the game and like, you know, sending us feedback and letting us know what they really like or what's broken and could be better. Um, a legion of free bug testers. Yeah, I know. Yes, <laughs> exactly. who are not shy about what they find. <laughs> there's that, and then, like, people just forming, like, these awesome communities just to talk about the game and, like, yeah, you know, show off. strategies and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. stuff. It's, it's yeah. nuts. Like, that's been really cool to see, like, before the game's even out there. So that's mm-hmm. been really cool. What's the most useful piece of feedback you've gotten so far? Most useful piece of feedback? Um... It's funny, like, we, we didn't really have a good idea, I think, for, um, like, how people would take to certain characters, like, what, like, the, if there would be, like, any sort of, like, dominant strategies in combat, like, if people would figure out that, oh, like, Colossus is just, like, OP, like, yeah. Colossus just dominates everybody or, or, or something like that. So what's been really cool is just sort of seeing people, now that we've started running, like, um, PvP tournaments in our beta, just, like, which characters people are using, which people, which characters do people sort of, like, not, like, fighting against because, right. like, they have some powerful ability that's, like, really hard to topple or something. So that's been just seeing, like, those matchups and just hearing people, you know, brag or, you know, kind of whine or whatever actually, like, really helps us, like, figure out, like, okay, what, what sort of, what might be a little off or, what, like, what's really working with certain characters. And, and so that's been really cool. Uh, we talked a bit uh, in various parts of this podcast about the different possibilities we'll have for characters uh, and costumes and such. Will there be possibility uh, of different environments popping up as we go along, as you guys work on the game? Yeah, uh, I'd love to. Like, Marvel is great because I just want to keep working on it. So as long as we determine that that's the right place to, to put our resources into, then, yeah, and we have... We have one other environment in the can. I don't can I talk about it? I, I don't really know what we can and cannot talk about. No, yeah. I, I don't it's usually getting the no. That's we almost never no. We got the no. We got the no. All right, all right. So it's a secret. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it. It is great. on May's we, house though. The destructible is a refrigerator and all this crap. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. No, it's not that. Um, so yeah, it would be. Yeah, I would love to keep pouring ideas into it. When we first put out our list of environments, we had a lot yeah. of other ideas, and man, I'd love to revisit those. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's never-ending. Yeah. There's destructibility in the environments? Yes, Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All the, uh, 
uh, is the environment's kind of bookended by two destructibles, and they will go off anytime you you hit a person into them. And we've tuned those greatly, but I think they're finally at a level where we're actually really happy with them. Yeah, some of them are really cool. Like um, you were talking about uh, Doctor Strange Dimension. They're, they're like those two mirror, like those two purple mirrors on the outside that just like explode into this huge yeah. like purple crystal like. Ooh. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's astral really plane cool. is still pretty trippy for all the dialing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's the only thing that survived that mirror who I affectionately call Ogbert. I don't know why. I just, <laughs> I just doodled him out one day, and I'm like, that looks trippy and perfect for this level. And I told uh, one of the artists, I'm like, here, make this. And he's like, you sure? It seems a bit strange. I'm like, it's Doctor Strange. It's got to be strange. <laughs> so he Very survived, good. and it's uh, yeah. It's so will Ogbert be a playable character? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet using hashtag MarvelCOC if you want to see Ogbert playable in a future version of the game. As you guys have been playing, who have been kind of your favorite characters you've gravitated towards playing? Like, who would you recommend people try out right when this launches on uh, December 11th for the world? Uh, man, let me think. So um, I think my favorite character right now is... Um, is the reason I said Colossus earlier is just because I've been he's like one of my strongest guys right now in the game as I've been playing it so I, pl I play him a lot I, I he plays really well, well I like his moveset a lot um, I end up using Rhino a lot because he's basically my most powerful guy so you've got a type yeah yeah it's just big bruiser <laughs> guys basically is sort of what I've ended up using but then I also have Scarlet Witch in my team so yeah I, I run nice. a I run a wide range there so, you go yeah Adam, how about you? Um, I'm a big Star-Lord fan. I yeah. Just, yeah. I was yeah. waiting for someone here. to say it. That's right. <laughs> no yeah. one has said that yet. I was like, is Star-Lord in Star -Lord the game? Star-Lord has great moves, though, I got to yeah. say. Yeah. He's great. I mean, his uh, all his uh, specials are great. Mm -hmm. It's number two special with the kind of pistol whip and then the power shot. It's really yeah. cool. And then the third attack is just comical and it's funny. And yeah. I, that I'm attack, it still makes me laugh every time I see it. That might be my favorite, like, third level special in the game is Star-Lord's. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really Teaming with a gun. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, it wouldn't be a Sam Humphreys written game if someone wasn't getting pistol whipped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got a type. What can I say? We've talked a little bit about... The, the characters and how you get them, how you level them up. Can you explain that that sort of the system for you know making your characters better and and really like the progression in the game? Uh, sure. So um, sort of the progression in our game is based off a lot of um, uh, more uh, Japanese RPGs that you might have played on on uh, like your phone or tablet um, in recent years. Um, so we do have this system where you collect uh, this resource called. ISO 8, which is like, yeah. it plays a huge right. role in our game. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been in a yeah. lot of other Marvel Universe yeah, games, exactly. but we, we've taken the opportunity to really explore the nature of <laughs> ISO 8 and give it a little secret origin, a little backstory, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it plays a huge role in not only our progression, but like Sam's kind of taken that and also like woven it really deeply into our story as well. So that's been really cool. Um, but on, on the progression side, basically, you go on quests, you collect uh, ISO 8 from completing these quests, and then you can use that to. Um, Basically, you infuse it into your characters, and that's what increases their level and increases their power, uh, makes their stats better. Um, and then once they get to a certain level, you can also get these things called uh, catalysts that will actually like rank them up, and that improves their Im abilities like even more. So, um, so we do have a couple different ways to progress your character, um, and hopefully, it's this really kind of uh, deep, like expansive system that people get really into. When you start, do you do you have access to every character, or do you you know sort of pick them up as you go along? Uh, so yeah, you oh, kind of no, that would that would be too easy. <laughs> you got you got to you got to earn your characters. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You, you start off with a couple, but then yeah, your your collection really uh, grows over time as you uh, collect these uh, 
uh, kind of like these guys were explaining earlier, we cr the collector has his vault that contains all these crystals. You get crystals, and, and you can open crystals that contain different champions, and that's sort of like how you like expand your collection over time. One thing that's really cool is that you and Kang select from the same collection that the collector has. So even if you don't have your favorite character uh, in, in your team, you might see him on Kang's side. Mm. Uh, so it's not like you get all the cool characters slowly, but Kang plays with the same three boring right. characters. It's like an even playing field. So you can see some really, really cool matchups that way. Well, cool, guys. I guess we should probably uh, let you get back to work because this game's coming out in a few days. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, and we will have more fun guests coming right up. Okay, and our adventure continues here at Kabam Studios. <laughs> we got two more guests. The hits just keep on coming. Guys, I'm going to let you introduce yourselves, talk a little bit about what you do here at Kabam and what you do on Marvel Contest of Champions. Sure. Uh, my name is uh, Derek, and I'm the animation director on Marvel Project. Hey, I'm Gene, and I'm the lead character artist on the Marvel Project. Cool. So you guys work on definitely a lot of the, the art stuff, the design stuff. What are you doing now as uh, we're kind of pulling into the home stretch uh, before the launch? Not that that's the end by any means, but uh, what, what, what are you working on right now? Uh, currently, we're just uh, working on developing more characters for the game, uh, doing a lot more animations. It's always just... Just animating, animating, animating. Uh, it just never stops. We're just uh, putting in more characters. Gene, what are you up to these days? Um, yeah, just continuing to support the game. We uh, have lots more characters that are going to come out and lots of big secrets and lots of exciting people to work, work on right, right. now. And, yeah, because we're launching with 25. Oh, yeah. But I've seen a lot more than 25. Oh, plenty oh. more. Plenty yeah, more, yeah. yeah. There, there's a lot just around the bend. <laughs> yeah. So I get a question for you guys. When you're working on character designs, when you're working on stuff like that, obviously you're using some reference from the comics, and you want to keep true to some degree there. But also there, there are things that work in comics that may not necessarily translate as well to a game, and there's things you can do in a game that you can't do in comics. How do you balance the two, the staying, uh, staying faithful to the comic adaptation, but also you know, deciding you know, this is something that we can do that maybe we couldn't do somewhere else? Yeah, sure. Uh, especially, well, in the animation world, I mean, it's always like that where things are, you know, they're flat on paper, but when you have to bring them to life in, in 3D or any type of medium, uh, it's a lot of fun because it's, it's very challenging, but, you know, we get over our chairs. All the animators get out of their chairs. Even Gene comes in, like he was directing me on a shot with Gamora, I believe it was, where, you know, at the end of her level three, she did a certain, you know, catwalk type stance. And uh, I was Gamora doing the whole catwalk thing. And I was posing. Gene <laughs> <laughs> was like, "No, put your hand on the hip here, and put your butt here." Oh. And and uh, it was, it was yeah. <laughs> so you guys have a really good working relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You're able to really open up with each other. Yeah. So it's um it's 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 something that we I mean we had a lot of help with Marvel. Uh, they came back with every every shot that we did. We always sent it to Marvel and Sam and those guys to actually take it, and they would always say like. They would just be as, just as much as excited as we were, mm -hmm. so the feedback would be like, "What if we do this?" or "How about we do that?" And we were always like, "Oh man, I didn't even think of that," you know. And we would actually add it into our animations and and uh, have fun with it. So it's the process is just it's very organic. Yeah. So which I really love because it's you know that's how you become a really good animator is you listen to the feedback that comes towards you and you just put it back out there. So I th that was one of the moments when the game became very real to me was my first trip up here 
And Tim yeah. was bringing me around, and I saw some stuff that you work at. You were working on Spider-Man That's at the right. time. My favorite character. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, d you just showed me, you just moved the little slider back and forth, and yeah. I saw this animation he was yeah. doing, and it was this backwards flip, and it looked so good and so real and so authentic. And I was like, dang, dude, that looks great. <laughs> and you're like, well, he's my favorite character. I've been working on him all night. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. These are not yeah. just people cranking out animations based on... Uh, a, a certain you know base punch or typical kick like they're really like Spider-Man's got this physique Spider-Man does this kind of move uh, this character this is their personality this is how they're gonna punch you know like they really all these animations are so good and I love going through their little pod and seeing <laughs> all the favorite characters that each person has and all the little touches that they put on them well, it was cool when we got the, uh, you know, when Gene started doing the models, the first couple models that he put out, we were all like, whoa! Like, and I think it was Thor and Hulk. Yeah. And we were yeah. just, like, animating like crazy, like, just doing whatever we could to make these things come to life. Right. And we had a lot of fun with it. And the, th the cool thing about our, our team is that everybody on the team is a Marvel fan at, in some way. And so the feedback just keeps coming back from, from all levels. Like, it's not just, like, you know the the senior leads or whatever. It's all it's everybody that comes on. I, I think he should move like this, and you're just like, yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. And we go back and we actually do try to add that element and the essence into our characters that way. So it's pretty cool. Can you talk? Uh, talk for, first of all, no, Ben, please, stop I'm talking so, when I'm, so I'm so talking. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mr. Humphreys. I'm so sorry, Mr. Humphreys. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the vibe of these characters because this is not like. Um, the way Stuart Immerman would draw uh, uh, Thor Hulk, and, but it's also not the way that uh, um, you'd see Thor Hulk in the animated shows either. Like this game has its own vibe and feel to it that I responded to right away when I first saw these models. Like, how did you how did you land on this? Great question, Sam. Yeah. Well, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. Like to ask the same thing. Um, <laughs> that's actually one of the most fun parts about our job is finding a style. Like that's mm -hmm. one of the great things about Marvel too. Is like there's so many talented artists who will draw the same characters so differently and push them in different ways. And we look at this like birth of styles and we go like, what are we gonna do that's gonna make it our style and something mm -hmm. that's fun and so something that's like, you know holds up to the Marvel characters and the like, high quality bar of art and everything people do. Mm -hmm. um, so we, you know, when you, when you start again with those first two characters, they mm -hmm. look different, like Thor and, and Hulk <laughs> were yeah. very, very different animals, yeah. to, to say the least. <laughs> and, you know, we kind of push and pull, and then we, we kind of found a happy medium, because we didn't want to do the, you know, hyper-real thing. Uh, sure, just because, yeah. you know, it's not terribly that exciting. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I think, like, a, a strong style is much more visually... Uh, captivating and, yeah. and we'll mm -hmm. people will see this game and they'll go, oh, that's a Caban Vancouver game. Like mm -hmm. these guys, yeah, have a mm -hmm. definitive style. They'll they'll see it on a poster. Or they'll see it on like a I don't know a, a advertisement somewhere, and they'll know immediately it's our game. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the first and foremost things we we focused on. Yeah. How many iterations do you think you go through in an average character? You know, until you sit all on the right one. Well, in, in the beginning, it was a lot. Like uh, again, back to Thor and Hulk, a dozen each probably. N now that we, we've we've kind of banged out our guidelines and we have you know our visual language that we follow, we're doing like one or two revisions. And for the most part, it's you know we sent to Marvel and they're like, oh, you know, you forgot this little element of this character. We think this this piece should be, I don't know, enhanced a bit more just so you can see it. Stuff like that, so it, it's it's much smoother now. <laughs> Bigger cod pieces for everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so once you get to the actual animation process, start to finish, how how long does it take? How involved is it? 
Uh, when we first started, I think it was each animator. Each animator gets their own character to, mm-hmm. to uh, dive into, and it, it was it was taking us probably like four four weeks per per character per animator. Uh, we now have that down to like two weeks, two to three weeks. Sometimes, um, <clears throat> depending on the character, like Rocket Raccoon was like, and um, Thanos, they were like, you know, very focused. And I worked on both of them, so it took a little bit longer. And we wanted to get those guys just right. Mm. And uh, the Rocket one looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that we like. It de- really depends. Like I said, we're very organic, so it comes down the pipeline of like this character needs love yeah. and we'll just we'll forget about how mu- how long we need to get how long it'll take or when we need to get it out it's we need to get it out and we need to get it looking this way so we'll spend that that time on it getting it right paramount yeah. and like yeah. all it overrides stuff. everything well i thought it was really interesting in this game because there's so many characters mm-hmm. i mean we've seen captain america in all these movies and there's been tons of spider-man video games and cartoons but there are characters that we've rarely if ever seen move in a 3d space like how like 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 a black bolt you know there's no black bolt movie there's no black bolt uh first person video game you know like how do you how do you infuse how do you get into like a character's body language when you don't have any uh reference like that again it's a lot of acting we get out of our chair like gabe's gabe's Mm -hmm. great for that he'll come over and be like (laughs) no no, it doesn't. No, you would never do that. You know? And you know, th- th- we all sit around in our pod, and we like in a tr- chairs turn around, and it's mm-hmm. basically the discussion of like, okay, well, what would he move like? And we start acting. Everyone yeah. stands up and like, well, I think he should do this. And the movements are, and everyone just pulls out their phones and they start videotaping yeah. everything. And then it's it gets we boil it down to okay, this is what we think the move's going to be, the set of moves. Mm-hmm. And then if we don't have the reference or we can't find it then we go into another room and then we actually film the entire like wow. somebody doing that move yeah yeah and then we'll bring it back and then start animating from mm-hmm. there um like black bolt's a good example black yeah. bolt was one that we we had no reference for and it took a long time um captain i mean uh, captain america there was tons of reference for it but then and i remember he was one of the first guys we one of the third guys we did mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we went and saw the movie and i was sitting in my in the theater going oh Gotta redo it. <laughs> I went back. I literally went back and got to like, up your game. Yeah, you got like, yeah. nope, nah. that whole fight with him in Winter Soldier yeah. on the street, and we all like looking around the theater at each other. Like, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> it was literally a, a time on a Friday night, and we're like, I feel like I need to go back to the studio right oh, now. Man. Like it was, the it bar's really, been raised. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like we did not give him any. No, no, we didn't do any justice for him at all. We yeah, go back, and wow. we actually went back and redid it, and That's some cool. of the stuff. Uh, with Thor, we actually went back and redid. Mm-hmm. Um, and even there's some characters still where like we need to go back and do them, redo them. Yeah. So the 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 process of of our of animating and creating these characters, it just keeps evolving. Mm-hmm. And as we as they evolve, we evolve. With yeah. It. So we're and we're like looking at them like man, like that was our first run. We can't we can't let that. You gotta right, that. you gotta go back. But that's the glory of mobile because you can. Yeah. It's not console where you just send it out and it's done. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually change it and put it back out there, and people will actually enjoy that. Yeah. They actually embrace that instead of just. Yeah, it's it's a constant work in progress, yeah. and things just keep getting better, and we keep polishing, we keep coming back to our early stuff and updating it and all yeah. that. And it's, it's great to be able to do that. That's awesome. Do the different versions of characters have different animations? Do they move differently, or is it you know? 
uh, more uh, an aesthetic thing. You mean like the, the skins? Like yeah, the I, I guess. And stuff like that. Yeah, they're pr- I think they're going to move the same. Some of them, they might have different gameplay <laughs> buffs and abilities and things like that to kind of separate them. Uh, but as far as the animation sets, I think it's just pretty much a straight Dragon Pop kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I was talking earlier about how working on so many different characters, there were characters who surprised me how much I enjoyed writing them. I didn't expect to, to like working on them as much. Did you Black, guys have characters Black like Bolt? that? Black Bolt? Uh, Black Bolt, actually. Yeah. I was going to compliment your work on Black <laughs> did Bolt. Did you really? Yeah, no, I think you have did you, a great have job. You, have you seen what we did with Black Bolt? <laughs> no. Because uh, I'm really proud of it, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Punisher was one where I was like, Punisher's yeah. I get I get why people love writing yeah. the Punisher. This is fun. Did you guys have characters like that? Like characters that were, were fun you didn't expect to love as, as much as, you know, like Spider-Man? Spider-Man was one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, uh, I was telling the guys at the studio that Luke Cage is actually yeah. becoming one of my guys that I'm actually like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, why did I, how come I don't remember him when I was a kid, you know? But well, yeah. Like, you know, he's he a good break. Yeah. He's had a really good run the yeah. last 10 years that's yeah. really fleshed him out. Yeah. yeah. But I'm actually really, you know, I told uh, Gabe, our art director, I'm like, I really hope that he actually comes in the forefront, mm-hmm. becomes a character that is something that we can actually push now mm-hmm. and uh, put out there. And I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Because he's starting to be kind of like... I can't wait to play him in the game. Yeah. Yeah. We, he's somebody, that's a guy on my list of going back and actually mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. Uh, a special type of animation just for him. Oh, cool. Him. Yeah. He's got to have it. Yeah. Luke Cage, man. Gene, Does he have the tiara? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because there has to be an animation of him, like, adjusting the tiara, if he has it. I'm just saying. It's a possible reskin right there. <laughs> Classic Luke. Did any, did any characters kind of surprise you as far as, well, I really dig this one? Um, I tend to lean towards a lot of X-Men. Mm-hmm. I just, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I, I just love the X-Men, and I, I really like a lot of the villains in the X-Men mm-hmm. as well. So um, i got to be careful with who I say, because I don't know who would be. Um, There's that one you showed me yesterday that looked great. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about all the things we can't talk about. Oh, that other one? That was so cool. Is it Sugar Man? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually really like doing a lot of the Guardians. I liked uh, Gamora quite a bit. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. I really like the newer costumes. I think they're just aesthetically really nice. I actually like a lot of the newer costumes across most of the Marvel Universe. I'm just kind of inclined with more like graphic stuff. and like the the Cyclops Marvel Now one. You know, that's just cool, powerful, like, yeah. strong lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just punchy, it's all that kind of stuff I just really enjoy making. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon was one of the... One of Such a challenge, because when I was writing it, I was like, well, how, how are they going to have little Rocket Raccoon fighting a, a yeah. large character like the Hulk? But um, the, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but it, it's great, and it's fun, it and it's exciting, and then his, his animations look, well, are really funny. when I saw really the funny. movie, I was like... I remember in the theater, I'm like, he's mine! <laughs> he's mine! No one's touching him. No, no. Seems like you do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> kind of go through the list and be like, this one, this one. Because you're really a lead, you know? You get, to, you get to pick and choose. I'm like, oh, Thanos, got it. Yeah. <laughs> for Rocket, what was the reference that you were able to use for, for him? I mean, he's, oh. he's a different proportion, slightly yeah. different. Yeah. That was purely... Because it wasn't even, like, we kind of, he kind of came down before the movie was actually, like, Gamora, um, Thanos, all those guys were before the movie even got launched. Yeah, Star-Lord, so we had yeah, before, yeah. So even in our, our meetings with Marvel, it was like, Gamora's going to do something like this. And we're like, is that in the movie? Not saying. I'm just saying that <laughs> Gamora's probably going to, you know, and we'd be like, oh, come on. Like, how do we know? And it, and it was literally, like, it took three weeks for us to get approvals. 
like our animation to get approved because they just kept they wouldn't tell us what was going to be in the movie mm. but they would kind of just give us a little few words here of descriptions of what could they possibly be doing we're jerks like that yeah. it's just it's just the way we are oh my God. so it took a long it took a long time to do them but um now having watched the movie and then our characters having having um been out there and been animated we were actually pretty impressed with ourselves in the fact of what we came up with yeah and how mm -hmm. close we actually were to the personalities yeah. <clears throat> and then rocket was just basically after the movie was launched it was like okay i know i know what i can do with this guy yeah you know but we still had to get you know we still had to act it out we still had to get like gabe was there like he's gonna do this and you know we filmed it and then we just animated did it. gabe act out rocket he did <laughs> do you have that footage i don't oh, oh, come that on. Was a mess. <laughs> That's his Halloween costume. <laughs> one that Sam saw yesterday, he acted that one out as well. Oh, I believe it. Because we were on the table that we were, we were talking yeah. about. So, yeah. Well, that's the one you can't talk about? So it's a, another amazing thing right. that I just can't talk about. <laughs> Sugar man. You don't, have, you, you don't have the clearance, Ben. No, I'm sorry. Sammy's secret's over here. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, you guys have a lot more to do, but before we let you, uh, before we let you leave... Um, I have a feeling I know what your answer is going to be, but um, favorite character overall, just in terms of having worked on this, like who, who's who's your go-to as far as who you want to play with the most? I'm going to surprise you. Oh boy! Oh, I'm going to go with Wolverine. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. very cool. Wolverine lives right. in oh. your gameplay. It's true. That's the only place you can enjoy Wolverine now. Yeah. is in Marvel contests. Million comic books that are yeah. Printed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Juggernaut. Oh yeah, yeah. A yeah. little more predictable because you just said X Men villains. Yeah, but, you X -Men know, whatever. Villains, you know what? Sometimes you gotta zig where you're gonna zig. No, no, no. He's just <laughs> awesome, man. He's huge, powerful. It's a fun, fun character to play with. Very cool. You guys do amazing work, and we're excited for everyone to see it. Yeah. Cool. All right, we are in the home stretch. This has been super fun. Uh, yeah. Our last two guests have just joined us. Please, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. Tell us what you do here for Marvel Contest of Champions. Uh, sure. Hi, my name is Curtis Toy. I work in the QA department, so that pretty much means I get to play and test Marvel Contest of Champions oh. all the time. Oh, all day. this is my favorite guy so far. <laughs> yeah, I it's like pretty nice game. And to my left. Uh, Derek Groves, I'm a game master, work in the live ops department, so um, kind of oversee the uh, the operation of the game, mm -hmm. uh, the character release, events, um, anything like that, kind of monitoring the environment. Yeah. Wait, so talk break, break that down for me, because you just said a lot of things that I don't understand. Also, but, uh, game master. Game yeah, master, we, I want to yeah. come back to that. We talked to New York Comic Con. You should and say nothing else. Yeah. You should say I'm the game master. <laughs> just leave it at that. We talked to New York Comic Con, and I will never find a cooler job title than game master. Game master. Yeah, that's so, like, so like when there are live like tournaments in the game, or live events, or giveaways, or new character debuts, like you run all that live from the Nerve Center here at uh, Kabam. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, we uh, we have a list of the characters that that uh, are approved from Marvel that we can include in the game. We mm -hmm. decide, you know, which ones we want in what order, and, uh, and which ones get launched next. And yeah, yeah. Can, can you be bought? I can, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about that later. All right, all right. I have seven comic books written by Sam in my bag. I think we can make a deal. In oh what? My God, in you what? Make in like seven deals. In, I in, wrote them. Yeah. <laughs> In what condition? Oh, they're they're battered, yeah. crashed. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam will sign the remains. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I care about the condition. 
I like you even more now. <laughs> Comics are meant to be read. Now, as far as the QA process, as you're getting down to the nitty-gritty, the game's about to come out worldwide, uh, <clears throat> what's, what's your day looking like? What do you do from 9 to 9, or those might be inaccurate hours? <laughs> uh, no, those hours are pretty accurate now. Yeah. We're, we're pretty close. It's been a lot of hours, but we pretty much just play the game as much as we can. We're just trying to find any kind of last-minute things. Uh, because it's a mobile game and there's thousands of devices, we're trying to make sure it'll work and play on many devices so as many Marvel fans as we can can try and play the game. Lo, those many years ago, I was a game tester for what? Acclaim. When? Uh, gosh, early 2000s or late oh. 90s? 1911, Yeah, probably. 19 diggity two. Yeah. And uh, so I I have much sympathy. Uh, I mean, now at the point where we're at, it's probably a lot tighter, a lot, you know, uh, crisper game. But I remember I was testing Shadow Man and uh, a BMX game. Holy Shadow crap. Man 2, maybe? Whatever it was. There was a Shadow Man 2? Maybe. Uh, whatever it was. And, like, I remember distinctly walking into a room, and then the entire world fell away, and I could just keep walking, and, and it I just kept going, and I was like, "This Forever. is this is a weird thing to be doing." Some, this was in the game. On some level, okay. you're still walking forever. Yeah, yeah, forever walking. Yeah. All right, here's a question that I have literally been wanting to ask for seven years, but I would never ask anyone we work with. So I'm going to ask you instead. What does QA stand for? Quality assurance. There it is. Do now you I really? Know. You didn't know nope, that? Nope. No idea. Check I that off the bucket list. I assumed it home. meant question and answer. <laughs> it's a fancy way of saying game tester, really. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense than what I thought it made. That's a, that's a journalist explanation for QA. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Derek, as same question, kind of as we're getting closer to the launch, what what are you finding your days kind of filled with as you start laughing? Uh, I don't even know if I can keep track of what my days are <laughs> with. There's just so much. It's so busy. Because your uh, job's probably just starting to ramp up, right? Yeah. 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 It's it's really been quite hectic the last few days. Just uh, coming up with all the a lot of the text for the game, um, looking for translations, kind of setting up events. Um, yeah, just a lot of that. There's there's actually three of us in the department, so we split up the work. Uh, mainly, I've been focusing on the uh, the arenas, getting those going. Mm -hmm. Because because you do live events, are you do you get a lot of the immediate feedback from the people who are already playing it in Canada and other countries? Yeah, well, we have uh, there are mechanisms through the game where people can um, right. submit uh, feedback to us. There's also we have forums and we have a Facebook mm. page. So tell me all the amazing things they've been saying about the writing. <laughs> <laughs> no, people. People actually really they want more. They keep like I can't get I can't get past Act. I think we're on Act Two right now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, we can't get past this. We want more. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no. There's, Act Three is real good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the denouement. That's right. No, it's it's the it's the. I don't know what denouement means. Big big reveals in Act Three. A lot of stuff goes down in Act Three. So you guys are both Marvel fans. What would you say from a Marvel fan perspective is kind of the the real hook for Marvel Contest of Champions, like what sets this game apart from other games that we've released in the past? Uh, I think just the variety of characters we have. Um, being a lifelong Marvel fan, it's awesome to see like Iron Fist, Black Panther, some of the lesser known heroes, not like the big A-listers. Um, I think also just the story is really fun in our game. There's lots of cool characters, cool moments. Uh, so the dialogue is really spot on too. So I love this guy. <laughs> this guy's great. You get a promotion. But uh, those are really, as a Marvel fan, those are two big things. They're just the diversity of characters that we have. Um, and they all look fantastic. Our art department's just done an amazing job. I find all the costumes are kind of a mix of old and new and a bit of new stuff they've added in as well. So. Uh, 
you know, sort of to that point, I think it's really pretty awesome because you talked about some of the lesser known characters and you mentioned Iron Fist mm-hmm. and Black Panther. Previously, we talked about Luke Cage. We talked about Black Bolt, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. These will not be, be lesser, lesser known, known characters in right. a few years. Yeah. These are going to be the characters that people are, you know, obsessed with, like they're obsessed with Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Yeah. And you guys are on the forefront. It's pretty freaking cool. Earlier, yeah, this game is plugged in to everything that's happening in all Marvel media. So whatever, whatever is about to be hot, you can find it in the game right now. That's why we're going to see Sugar Man. No comment. That's like four <laughs> segments in a row. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Sugar Man, okay, so you can pick one Z-list Marvel character who it is, we'll say it's unlikely they'll ever end up in this game. Who would it be? Oh, jeez. Oh, man, I don't even know. Um, I'll, I'll kick us off while you guys think, because I've been waiting for this moment all day. No, uh, I would love to see Obnoxio the Clown. Oh. Obnoxio the Clown oh, so would fun. be really fun and really weird and really out of place in this game. Yeah. But it'd be really cool. He's so mean, too. You could write so some mean. really mean pies yeah. and Yeah, throwing pies on Hulk. I mean, come on. Yeah. That'd be so fun. No, I don't know. I'd probably just be a jerk and say leech. Just like, oh, that's great. That's, that's not jerky. That's, that's really smart. Now no one, no one can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I brought up Artie and Leech and make them a combo. Yeah. But that's the thing. You have Leech and you're like, oh, I'm beating everyone, I'm beating everyone. And then you come up against Punisher. And then you're uh, screwed. Yeah. Leech versus Punisher. And you're screwed. Yeah, yeah so done. Punisher kills a child. Exactly. <laughs> great job, guys. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right, how about you? Uh, I don't want to say because I still, to this day, since I started, I've been fighting to get this All character right, so in. Hope, but right. I, w- I would say D-Man. I just uh, like D-Man. Yeah, my boy. Costume, yeah. It, looks, it's a, it always mixes people up because, like, is he Wolverine? Yep. Is he Daredevil? Is he yeah. fanboy? He's D-Man. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind oh, of man. a bruiser. D-Man's special moves. Those would be probably unspectacular. <laughs> Laying down and crying. Yeah. yeah. Being really confused. Cry, yelling, uh, <laughs> yelling, I used to be in the Avengers. <laughs> just, like, repeatedly. So you guys are, are hardcore Marvel fans. You are on the air. Tons of hardcore Marvel fans are listening to you. Let's put you on the spot. What is the greatest Marvel comic book of all time? It can be an, a single time? issue or a story. All time. Uh, Let's go uh, for it. Let's throw it out There's there. There's so many ones I'd have to pick, but um, I'm going to say the death of Ultimate Spider-Man is probably my favorite. No, oh. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I read the entire Ultimate Spider-Man line, and just even in advance <laughs> of knowing it was going to happen, it was still just one of the best issues I've ever read. Yeah. And if I can ask, how old are you? Uh, I'm 31 years old now. Oh, wow, all right. So that, no, that's saying something, because that's like, you're you're around the same age as us, so it's, uh, you didn't necessarily grow up with Ultimate Spider-Man, no. but that story really affected you. That's always interesting to me, people who dig the Ultimate stories, I'm always like, oh, is it it's just the people a generation below? So that's kind of, that's cool to hear that the story affected you still. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's another tough one. <laughs> um, I don't know, I maybe Annihilation. Oh, wow. Like, oh, really yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wasn't really uh, that into the, the, the cosmic side of things. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I started reading that and really got involved in that. Annihilation has a great cast. Who is your favorite character in Annihilation? Uh, I, I like Nova. Yeah, makes sense. I set that I teed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My favorite of all time. For the record, the correct yeah. answer would be Executioner Song. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the that's greatest. the right answer. Yeah, that's, you the, guys, you did that's okay. the correct answer. Uh, we could say, like, those are two and three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. they're up there. They're good. <laughs> they're up there. They're top. Yeah. Sam, what do you? Boy, oh my, you? my greatest of greatest Marvel comic of all time. Um, I'm gonna have to go with 
uh, From the Ashes, the X-Men story by Chris Claremont nice. and Paul Smith. Paul Smith, right? With a fill-in by uh, Walt Simonson. Good yeah. call. Ryan? Yeah, what's your Who's favorite? Who's your favorite? Right? Oh, is, I, it actually, is it legit Executioner's song? Probably. Executioner it's the, it's song? just it's the thing that I like. It's like yeah. a warm blanket of happiness yeah. and amazingness. Yeah. There's so many crazy moments in that were, story. Were you, were, you like, you, were you like deep into the X-Men line right when that was coming out? I think so. I was really starting to get I was just starting. fully into yeah. comics sure, like yeah. uh, uh, again. Mm-hmm. And that just was like, oh, my God, they're in bags, and there's cards, and the story, yeah. and cable, and then boom, and boom, that, boom, that boom, boom, boom. That was boom. the story that made X-Force for me because they fought the X-Men, yeah. and they almost won, but they didn't quite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'd say Marvel's. Oh, as much yeah. as I love executioner song, choice. yeah, choice. it's a safe choice. But I'm a safe guy. <laughs> it, it's the coward it's choice. Yeah, it's, let's it's, be real. And, and I'm nothing if not a coward. Yeah, and we all know Blake doesn't actually speak up on these podcasts. So I'm nor does he read say, comics. I'm going to say his answer is the legendary Star Lord. And Blake, <laughs> Blake, thank you so much. I, actually, I really appreciate. Actually, that Blake's favorite sentiment. comic of all time is Spider-Man 2099. Oh, I know this. Yeah. You've you've Nick said Leonardi? that before. Yeah. All right. No. Is that your favorite character of all time? He, he's making he's just a, making like a so so yeah, like, uh, Sorry, guys. We made a mistake trying to bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> he's the worst. All right. So this is actually our final segment on this podcast. So, guys, just uh, for the people who have listened to all hour and 43 minutes of this podcast so far and may still be on the fence about Contest of Champions, we're going to let you guys be the final. Well, Sam, we'll let you finish. But we'll let you guys be the, the final. final word, we'll let you be the <laughs> final word on why you need to play this game come December 11th if you can't already. It's fun. I mean, that's, I don't know how you could have a stronger argument than that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a fun game. It's got uh, a lot of characters. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's something that everybody here in the office plays, and, and I there's think that's unusual. Yeah, there's so much variation with the characters and variation in mashups and stuff. Like, there's always something new, a new situation to battle your way through, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun to play. Like, I've play the game every day it's right, my job, job and I still go home and play the beta every night uh, that, when I get there wow so that's that is dedication so, that's the man. best endorsement yeah. you can and get. there's something there's, there's fighting you're always trying to level up new guys you'll get into a fight where <coughs> your mutant class doesn't work so you need to upgrade your tech class mm-hmm. and you're just constantly having to go back redo stuff it's, it's a lot of fun Sam Humphreys. Yes, sir. We have spoken to a lot of people today. We've that's had, that's we've true. Had, we've had a good time. We've had some laughs. We've, we've had, had some tears. Laughs. Yeah, we had some tension um, here, but mainly from you. Bring us. I wish bring, we had more team players in the room, but I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's hard when you're playing with a guy who spells team with a S-A-M. Wow. But take us home. Take us home, man. What's what's your final thoughts on this experience? What was your final like, your thoughts on working with this great team who we spoke to today? Uh, well, I had a blast. Uh, I, I had so much fun working on this game and I think the best part for me at this stage is just echoing what virtually everyone has said is that this is just the beginning right so many people have said that yeah exactly like uh I wrapped uh everything that's going to launch on December 11th about a month and a half ago but we're already we have already been planning since my first day we have been planning what x4 5 and 6 are going to be what the upcoming characters that are going to be the new characters that we're going to introduce uh, how the storyline is going to evolve past the point that uh, it's going to be released on December 11th, um, what tricks we're still holding up our sleeves, what what reveals and what mysteries we're still building, things that we've been seeding in the very first chapters of the game that people don't know that we're seeding are going to build into something bigger. Um, and just having this opportunity to uh, uh, m- tell a Marvel Universe story that 
is so much bigger and broader than you can achieve in a single comic book. Uh, And uh, in some ways, uh, it involves readers in a different way because it is fun. You get you get invested and you get involved, uh, and you feel like you are drawn into into the very fabric of the Marvel universe. You got all these characters, uh, you got high stakes, uh, and you got all these amazing uh, environments. uh, And it's it's just like being right in the middle of the Marvel universe, and that's a lot of fun. It is, man. Well, we have had a great time. I want to thank everyone from Kabam uh, who took the time to sit with us, who set this up. Uh, You can take a nap now here in the nap room. But if you guys are listening and you're interested in playing Marvel Contest of Champions, of course, we will have all the information on Marvel.com. As we get closer to December 11th, you can tweet me at Ben J. Morris. You can tweet Ryan at Agent M. You can tweet Sam at Sam Humphreys, and we will answer any questions you have. Looking forward to everyone getting to play this game. Use that hashtag, MarvelCOC. MarvelCOC. It's sweeping the nation. Yeah. We're going to trend it forever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ryan. Close, Close the show, please. This is Marvel, your universe.